I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the value pack. Uh, no guests today. We did have uh, somebody that we were trying to get on, but unfortunately just couldn't work things out. But we will have a guest next week. So look forward to that. We'll probably set up a guest question uh, for them in the Discord. So if you want to uh, join the Discord and then ask this person questions after we announce them in the Discord, uh, feel free to do that. Uh, today we got quite a few things to talk about, including some juicy, juicy drama. Oh boy, everybody loves their fair share of drama. But first... We got to kick it off with the split damage removal, which is very big for everybody except for Maywa. Wait, I want to I want to kick it off with <laughs> with something else first. I I want to poll the community on this. All right. Okay. Poll. I have I have about 13 billion silver. All right. Should I just save up for a pen accessory? This is like literally could take forever. We don't even have to read the comments for 3 weeks cuz I'll never have enough money to do any of the decisions I want to do. <laughs> So we have time to get a response. Do I save up for a pen accessory, or do I switch from Eye of the Runes and Voltara Belt to full Tungrad accessories? That's the question. It's the dilemma I'm in. Hmm. And what what do you guys well, think I should do? The Rune Rings and whatnot? Wait, which belt? You have Voltara so and I, have, I have two Eye of the Runes, a Tet, and a Tet Voltara Belt. But should I switch that to Tungrad accessories so I can hit a bracket sooner yeah. or should i just save up for a pen yeah. accessory i mean isn't like bassy at pen that probably the cheapest upgrade you can do as far as pen accessories go so if i go a pen accessory most likely i'm gonna go either voltara belt or eye of the ruins I, i'm okay with spending 50 bill if i get a pen i don't mind like waiting longer to pay more and getting like the accessory i actually want but the question is do i even want to do that or should i just go well, accessories Tungrad accessories are obviously more, you know, accessible in terms of getting your hands on them sooner. Mm -hmm. um, and they would give you 3 AP more quickly. What AP are you at right now? So I'm 285 with Kudum, and that's what I PvP with as well. So I really just want that 289 bracket. Um, yeah, if you can get 289 with Kudum, you'd be fucking golden. Right. Um, honestly, a lot of people are doing the Tungrad rings, like a lot of people. Um, only those individuals that Hanoi all day pretty much go for the pens. So, you know, the the snakes and the uh, black roses out there. You know? There's also <laughs> this little bit of me that's like, dude, I just want to see a pen accessory in my inventory. It would be cool as fuck. That would be cool. I mean, you would probably end up quitting by the time you got it, but, you know, <laughs> it'd be cool. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> fuck. All right. Um, Res, honestly, what would you do? Oh, Rez is gone. He's dead. Rez died. He, he needed to go Hello? get his ventilator. Can you hear me? Yeah, can hear you now. Okay. Uh, I would probably do Tungrads, but uh, I don't know. It, it, you're at such like a hard like point. 
my here's uh, my f- um, other fear with the tone. So one, I I, I kind of don't want to lose the HP because I lose 300 HP if I switch. But the other thing is. There's part of me that doesn't want to get the Tungrad ring, and then it's like right after I have to get a pen accessory next anyway. And then after that accessory, the only other upgrade is replacing the Tungrad accessories, you know? With yeah, but there'll be the resale value could help you but, get there. That's yeah, and true. also and also the fact is like you're gonna have a really long time between getting yeah, those I mean, tongue rats and then getting the next thing it's not like it's gonna be all right i got all my tongue rats now time to instantly yeah. swap them to to actually true. add on to what Rizzler said which is a very true point because i'm doing a very similar thing with my armor right now so i just got my pen levers and it's gonna be a while before i get my next upgrade so what i did is i obviously sold my tet tongue or my ted uh ergens because i'm switching to evasion to test it out so i uh sold my tet ergens and i bought uh, Tet Muskins, even though technically you want to wait till pen, and then C3'd it just because it's really cheap and it's efficient for the DP until I get, you know, that as a pen item. So, in that respect, I would say Tungrads, um, because that's my plan too. I, like, I plan on, after my armor's done, getting Tungrad rings and belt, um, just because it'll help me reach the AP I want to be at with Kudamon for PvP eventually. Um, and that's what it's really all about eventually and you want to just go like as much defensive stats as you can for large scale purposes while having as much power as possible tongue red rings obviously it's a little depressing to spend like 11 bill to 15 bill depending on ring or belt um, to get one AP game <laughs> but between yeah. the three of them it's a lot cheaper than getting a pen the sad so, thing is no matter which route I go like let's say if I go um <laughs> let's say if i go with the tungrad shit or if i save up and get a pen whatever ring or belt i still have to caffris a level on my main hand yeah or two levels actually and my main hand's already level five so it's like three thousand caffris but it's still stones. far cheaper though you know yeah anyway i don't That's know the honest thought. truth <sighs> maybe i should just keep gambling dude i love got a pen distortion so that's easy enough <laughs> Easy enough. Alright. Split damage. Split damage removal. So I'm trying to think. They, There's um, another free AP coming soon as well, by the way. Right. I know when we'll I don't know when we'll get that, but that's true. One of the deeps gives us another AP and a DP. Yeah. So um, you won't have to cap her up. <laughs> uh so split damage. And now, so this week for, on our server, we got it removed from Mewa and Musa, right? Did that already come to our server? Or is that one more week yes, until we get we it? Yes, we just got it and okay. live. So the damage was removed on all skills, as far as we can tell. Right. And then they're also going to remove it from most of Ranger's skills, Wiz Witch skills, um, Warrior, and I imagine my guess is that they're just as they're doing these balance updates where they're kind of buffing awakening a little bit here and there and re um yeah balancing succession they're just removing split damage from everything but basically it's what it seems to be but they're gonna add a oh, tool tip ranger, did you say yeah. ranger pre-awakening yeah as well? yeah ranger pre-awakening wow. awakening and success or not succession that was the only yeah no you're right sorry just pre-awakening it was only ranger pre-awakening never mind yeah, yeah i yeah. thought it was only uh, yeah it's only their pre-awakening um 
Which is interesting. So yeah, but they're going to put a tooltip on stuff like Blasting Gust. So if there's any skill or blizzard that does still have split damage, it'll be noted in the tooltip, which is a step towards like... Now they just needed to show us the PvP damage reduction in every skill, and uh, I'll be good. Yeah. I mean, these these changes are also, I think, in an attempt to kind of like get other kits in line with each other, and other classes getting in line with each other with PvE. I think this is kind of their workaround for damage in PvP large scale, as well as um, PvE adjustments. Because, I mean, there was definitely an increase... Uh, of sorts for Musa and Mewa when we got the split damage this past week. So in PVE, you um, noticed a little bit, not too much with the trash, but um, Musa got a much more substantial um, notice from it because they just have more AOEs on average. But they were behind us in terms of PVE potential in the higher end areas, like you know Histria and Star's End and stuff like that. Typically, typically. Um, so I think they're more in line with us, if not um, on on par in general. Now I, I I'm still waiting to hear more feedback, but that's what I'm hearing so far. I don't know, just my my okay. thoughts on what they're doing to kind of help balance things out with the split damage stuff. It's just um, are there any skills you're worried about PvE? for PvP? Because it looks like Meteor is not going to have split damage. And I don't know for sure if it does right now have split damage, but the idea of it doing more damage is pretty scary. Yeah, it sounds pretty In node war and large scale. Like, honestly, like like what we were talking about earlier, my opinion is, like, split damage shouldn't be on there for, like, the melee classes. The ones that have to risk more in order to get in and deal their damage. Because um, we don't have the natural defense of being away from damage. And, you know being away from the focus of the fight, that's what melee is all about. You're in the focus, unfortunately, and just is what it is. Um, so split damage being removed on that kind of makes sense. Um, range classes, they have the natural defense of being away from the fight, typically. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of feel like mass majority of those skills, the AoE skills, they have a ton of AoE skills to boot. And when I see a Witch Wizard, like, Teleporting in and one v tening people, you know, like I understand that that's not exactly one v tening. He just comes in and surprises all of them and murders them. Anyone could technically do that with an alt um, or an ultimate, depending on your class. But I don't know. It seems more consistent on classes like Witch Wizard, you know, and other range classes that could just come up behind and smash AOE down. So having split damage removed on stuff like that is kind of scary to me. Yeah, it just reinforces the same thing. Like, which wizards are going to be strong in large scale, and that's just going to be the way it is. Period. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's some skills that worry me, but overall, I think. Uh, I don't know. I think it should be okay. I, I almost feel like it'd be easier to balance knowing like the true damage in a weird way, like long term. At first, it might yeah. be kind of weird, but. I don't know. I'm I'm mostly concerned about, I guess, Voltaic, Cataclysm, and Meteor. That's that's my concern. But, Voltaic just like nuking groups of people really easily because it's just a super easy. We just hit this one button and murder people. Yeah, it'll be it'll be scary. 
Maybe that's how they deal with uh, PA. You just do so much damage that PA doesn't matter. So you don't need Maybe. <laughs> that's the I mean, solution. If there's anything from that 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 uh, controversial ninja killing that wizard during PA, which we, we suspect is he didn't get the PA buff or it was bugged or something. Maybe it was the fact that that's what it is. You know, they're just beefing up damage across the board where PA is essentially irrelevant. Yeah. Or at least it helps mitigate rather than necessarily being a complete, you know, you don't deal any damage to this person. All right. Um, Rose, split damage thoughts? Um, it should have split damage if it's a AoE ranged ability. If it's not, then it shouldn't. It's like Ancient Wave? No, <laughs> like Q buff. Like Q buff. I don't know. I don't know what skills on Zerker have split damage and what doesn't. But like Ancient Wave shouldn't. If it does, then it should be removed. Uh, Q buff should. If it doesn't, then it should be added. Because like Nash, you pointed out, that. like when you're when you're casting these abilities from range. If they are ranged and AOE, like that is inherently just a very loaded ability. And I understand right. that a lot of these skills, like Blizzard, have like these long cast times, but you are inherently safer because of the range and inherently more destructive uh, or powerful because of the AOE. So it makes sense to have split damage on those types of skills. Um, right. But I, I'm Let's honestly more They're all sitting on cliffs, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm honestly way more interested in them adding the text that tells you because, yeah. as I've said since day one of playing this game and getting like interested in the PvP of it, why is there not more transparency about what we're dealing with? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. When they finally announced the hidden stat, we were like, "Oh, good, they're gonna show us everything," and then they didn't. And so it's like, it's good that it's another step toward actually giving us all of the information that we need. Cool. Um, let's see. So Global Labs, they've been buffing Awakening classes um, a little bit at a time. The buffs are mostly pretty subtle across the board. Um, they already touched Kuno a little bit in Awakening. Um, Maywa a couple times, Musa do, now. Kuno, they made Chain Crash spammable, which is interesting, um, and added um, PvE crit damage to it, and then lowered the cooldown on Lunatic Discus, and then made Dance Macabre cancelable after both Lunatic Discus and uh, Chain Crash. It's basically trying to get Kuno Awakening PvE kind of in line. Yeah, um, I'm hoping they do more. Uh, that that we already got that on live server I think a week ago or whatever. But um, in this patch, in this most recent one, they buffed a few more Maywa skills, some Ninja Awakening skills. Um, Ranger got some significant changes. They lowered the cooldown of uh, Nature's Tremble and uh, Regeneration by like um, one of them went from like twenty five seconds to nineteen, the other one from twenty three to eighteen, I think, and then. The flow to Elven range, uh, Elven rage no longer has air smash. It's instead a down smash, which is kind of interesting. Um, I don't know that you'd use Elven rage in a combo ever, so you, I don't know if you'd actually be able to use that because it's kind of slow. But 
Maybe. Maybe one of these geniuses can figure it out. Um, and Sork got an accuracy buff. Oh, dude. I yeah, Moose, that one. That one is just Moose is gonna really... love this, dude. When I when I first read that, the the first thing I thought about was how much like I hear Moose is complaining about accuracy. Yeah, their awakening accuracy is just dog yeah. shit. And they actually get like they put a significant amount. I believe um, violation is going to be fifteen percent. And turn backslash is going to be 10% accuracy. Oh my god. And right now, I think Violation doesn't have any accuracy, and turn backslash is like 5% at max level. So it's like a. That's kind of a lot. Um, it's a significant amount. I wonder and, if they're buffing these these skills with accuracy and whatnot to kind of get them in line for the new Odalita grind zone. That's partly what I'm thinking too. I, I actually do think part of it is for PvE. Because uh, with Violation, it's not really people don't really use it for damage anymore after it got changed a while back. But yeah, but maybe this might be an attempt to kind of make it viable again. Yeah. Um, after it got changed, you mean after they made it not do like five times the damage it was yeah. supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is what it was doing for three years, so we were used to it, you know. All right. Um. <laughs> Why can't my class have a bug like that? Hello? <laughs> Mine actually did. It was Crimson Gust, where when they first introduced Revamped, Crimson Gust was one-shotting. And then they came back later, nerfed it, and said that... I actually wouldn't be surprised if... At some point in history, Zerker probably did have some crazy bug, because wasn't there... Um, there was some weird shit me. that got changed on Zerker, but they always like discover it after long stretches. And then it gets nerfed immediately after right. <laughs> yeah, it's discovered. Yeah, nobody, nobody gives a fuck about us until people start dying. And then they're broken. Oh, oh, you're lagging out a little bit. And so Nayashi, I think, got stolen away by someone in his place. And Reslar is Cyloning like a robot. No, I'm not. The fuck? Oh, you just did a second ago. I'm pretty bad. Yeah, that was my choice. All right, uh, <laughs> I did it to add effect. <laughs> dude, it's pretty good effect, dude. Thanks. Um, yeah. it, it was I've been really working on my vocals. <laughs> yeah, it was very analogous of the Zerker getting nerfed, dude. Basically, as you talk about <laughs> Zerker, you start fading away into the ether. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Um, so yeah. Some awakening buffs. I don't know. Like I, right now, it's still just kind of across the board. Uh, awakening does not do the same thing that Succession does specifically for PVE. So, like the ninja buffs are super weird. They they buff vacuum slash and the flow to execution. They made it, um, and they buffed chaos breeze damage. They made the flow to execution. You can use it after serpent, like instantly. I guess. So we'll see how that works, but. The, the buffs are fairly minor on Ninja, and their PvE is really bad, so I'm hoping they still get more as well for their Awakening PvE. Um, yeah, we'll see. The Chaos Free one's kind of interesting, but... Uh, also, I guess Chaos Free is cancelable now in Awakening, which it, it currently is in Succession. There's like two different points where you can cancel Chaos Free in the beginning and kind of near the end. And the Awakening one, you can't at all. So now you will be able to. I don't know if it's at the same two points or if it's at any point, but that's kind of nice. Um, and then, what else we got? Uh, Warrior got some changes. Um, 
Reckless Blow does a lot more damage. A lot, lot more. A lot more. Uh, which will be cool, I guess, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that one's PvE and PvP, so, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, you just casually get e-buffed and Reckless one-shotted. Is that, is that does deal. Reckless instant full cast if you have e-buff up? Or is it just the yep. speed of it is faster? Okay. Well, it's full cast. That's kind of cool. I like I like that. Dude, it's so funny. It's, it's kind of cool. What's I think it's cool. I, I don't know. Dude, I, I noticed like... Um... They did that for Mewa this this past Global Labs patch. They said on e-buff, Petal Bloom does its full damage insta-cast rather than really? charge. But That's not on live yet, right? Or is it? It's not on live yet. It's on Wait, I thought this was pretty common. I'm on some of the classes. No. Mayo no. didn't have that before. I don't think uh, I have that on any Matter of fact, I didn't even know Warrior I guess has it's just game. all the ones I play, because Zerker has it, and I think Archer has it as well. Oh, yeah, Archer does the Lutheran's Call, right? And Yeah, Lutheran's Instacast if you have E-Buff, and uh, Ancient Wave and Titan Blow. Uh, okay. well, that's, you, have you see, that's that's typical of Mayo to be last on the list, you know. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I don't think any <laughs> class I played does that. That I've played. Uh, that does I can Sork think of. not do it? No, Sork doesn't have one. Tamer doesn't have one. Kuno doesn't have one. Ninja doesn't have one. Can we be real? Sork doesn't need that. No, Sork, they don't need it. I'm not saying any of them need it. I'm just saying they don't have it. So I think that's just... Rezler just happens to play only classes with that busted-ass uh, ability. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Jeez. flavor of the month-ass noob, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of cool, though. I, I like that change for for Mewa. No, I was fighting a, a a warrior the other day. I realized, too, when I was fighting this warrior, how infrequently I see e-buff used, because e-buff is something that you usually don't use in 1v1. You probably use it at a grind spot, but most of the time I run into warriors at grind spots, they're succession, so I don't think it's as easily noticeable when they do their e-buff. But, like, an awakened warrior e-buff is so fast. I was dueling this guy in BA, and he was like, can I e-buff for this fight? And I was like, sure. And I was like, what the fuck? Steve yeah, so Warrior Evil basically makes them a Musa. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know, man. Warriors are they're getting a little crazy on their PvE, too. I actually just watched a... There's a video some friends linked of a Warrior that's like 277 with Kudum. I think it was 277. Um... That gets 5.7k trash with Awakening on a normal loot scroll at Star's End. Jesus fucking Christ. And, it's actually insane. Yeah, now Reckless Blow about to do more, <laughs> more damage, too. Um, I don't really have a problem with it, personally, but, but I just want everyone to be able to do that. That's all. You know. <coughs> Uh, so also in the in the patch notes, they mentioned in their little dev note that they're going to continue to balance and to expect class changes to uh, Lon, Valkyrie, Tamer, Succession Kuno, and Gold Ditch. So that's next. Whatever one. that whatever that chick is. Yeah, I don't know of all of those. Some of those might not be just Awaken or Succession or whatever. Who knows? We'll see. But. At least you know more and more changes are coming. Keep them coming. That that's the thing that I missed about. That's why I like that they're making these changes, even even if they're subtle, but they're frequent. Because like, 
when I first started playing BDO, they made balance changes so often that the meta actually did change, like, yeah, kind of often. It and would change like every other patch. It, like a new class would be like the new front runner for something. Yeah, like, so Valk would Valk came out of nowhere and was like top tier. So even if the balance um, isn't perfect, as long as the meta is not stale for super long stretches, I, I'm fine with it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that too. I just. Don't make something so absurdly, insanely, overbearingly powerful in comparison to a lot of other classes. Like right now, Guardian and large scale is just insane. So like, I know it's 1v1 isn't amazing versus grab classes, but that large scale is just outrageous. Yeah, it's really strong. Um, all right, so when we we had we talked about this a while back wrestler like way early on in the value pack i think where it was like what were what classes kind of had like the longest stretch of dominance right do you you remember this yep. do you i yeah. i think now it's safe to say i mean maybe maybe i'm crazy and i i know ninja is is really strong and really good and this is going to kill some people to hear me say this but I actually think Ninja's in a really balanced spot right now. No, I agree. I think Ninja's far more balanced than what it was recently. What are your guys' thoughts? I, I I don't know how long Ninja's been kind of in like the top tier bracket. I don't really remember when that kind of started transpiring to be. But like, I don't run into a Ninja was, anymore and think, "Fuck!" No matter what class I play, it's like. I mean, obviously, there are still matchups. I think if you're a Zerker, you're probably boned. If you're a uh, if you're a Guardian, you're probably pretty screwed against a Ninja. Although you can kind of make it work against a Ninja if you're really good. Um, <laughs> Cupcakes like please nerf Lon so it's so it can be a special snowflake again. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I what are your guys' thoughts on Lon? Because I, I I hear so many people complain about Lon succession, and I personally still don't have a problem with it yet. Um, are you a grab class? No, I mean, even when I'm not... I mean, Sork's not a grab class. I think if you're a Sork, I don't know why you're complaining about Lon. Uh, um, well, yeah, Sork shouldn't. Or, like, I don't know. So is the, the Musa-Mewa matchup... I mean, I know um, from a Mewa's perspective, every matchup is a bad matchup. But is that one particularly no, bad? Well, the the problem with Lon's is the, the openings are really limited i mean they really they really don't have to overextend themselves at all i think it's blade dance it's like absurd amounts of damage like i know the argument is oh we'll just move away from it you're a mobile class but it's like you you you, you can't sometimes if you actually want to fight <laughs> so um i don't know it's yeah it, it, it's weird it the, the class if, just does too much damage and with that ability specifically with that ability i think just the, the uh, rmb skill? Could probably give a little bit more insight into it but lawn suck isn't mm. a big deal as long as you don't get hit by um soul Puri or stand in nether blade dance is super overtuned damage it needs to be faster with less damage i think that would be a fair change yeah I so mean, yeah, there you go. There's three skills then. Three skills that are primarily the problem child for how much damage Salpuri's they do. Salpuri is a weird one too because I feel like Salpuri's damage is too high. Like specifically in PvP, after they sped it up, 
which I like the speed up because it feels really nice, but its damage is like kind of insane for how fast. I mean, it's basically a better version of Ninja's old blade spin that had float, which is insane because yeah. that skill was nuts back then. So yeah, that skill yeah. for sure, the damage in <laughs> PvP could be reduced. Um, I do think it should still be really fast because I think that, that part of it is cool, but yeah, it does way too much damage. And then um, I don't have any issue with blooming honestly because you can just walk out of it it's not a cc it's kind of a long animation and you have to if it's just like on your face like if you get knocked down or it's hitting your back the whole time it hits really hard but other than that it's not so bad and then yeah i guess blade dance does a lot of damage but it is like kind of slow and the beginning part's not protected so um i don't know yeah, I, yeah it's just like not a bad, it's... it's not a bad idea maybe yeah. like speed up the start of it but reduce the damage a lot in pvp yeah the, the the irony is that that skill got buffed in pvp randomly like a couple patches ago when they gave it crit for no reason yeah what cupcake is basically saying is right now succulon only has one engage in the form of um sulpuri that is it. that is not true what uh, furious chase yeah, is I'm not going, engaged. i'm going up what he says furious I'm chase is not a good engage how on earth is Furious Chase not a good engage? It's I literally think he might mean large scale. Oh, like for jump? Well, yeah, yeah. Furious that's... Chase isn't good in large scale yet. Yeah. I mean, but you're a flex class. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, you're not, dude, not really supposed to dive into not... a ball. Dude, if you're not diving into the entire enemy ball, are you even Cupcake? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Furious Chase no. is a great engage, dude. And if you position yourself right, it's it's also good in like one vx, honestly. Yeah, that that engage is super good. And you can cancel, you can go into Phantom Dance and uh, Blade of Blood so easily from it too. And Blade of Blood is SA with a stiffen. I think the main problem people have with Lawn is just how protected they are. Kind of in the similar vein as Sork. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think even, like, the damage, people wouldn't care as much. Because, like, I mean, once you get DP, like, all these super high AP lawns, like, it doesn't feel like they do that much damage, at least in my opinion. So, like, I think it's just a little bit of the, uh, it's like, they have a lot of protected damage, I guess. But if they just, maybe they just need to give it the old iframe stamina cost. I know that would be harsh, but they have a lot of ways to move around in succession. So I think it'd be fine. Yeah, I really think that's just what it is. It's literally just that people are annoyed that it has as much protections as it does. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, people talk about, like, I still think Sork is way, way, way worse right now. Like, way more oppressive, way harder to deal with, and just better all around. But the way I hear people talking, I, I feel like people are more upset with Lon lately than Sork, and I'm not... I don't agree with it personally, but it is what it is. I don't know. The irony is like the first few weeks, everyone said it did, it did no damage and now it does too much damage, but it, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, but people's like, I don't know. You got to remember that like people who were playing it also were like learning how to play it. It's just how it is. True. True. Um, yeah, that was that was just an aside. So yeah, the age of ninja. You you. How do you feel about ninja balance for us? You feel like it's over? It's uh, good. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty decent right now. 
Uh, I mean, I, again, I'm biased because, like you said, if like as a Zerker, I'm still just kind of like fucked. Um, because that's just like straight up a hard counter against me. So I'm mm-hmm. biased, but they definitely don't seem as like oppressive as they have been in the past. But I mean, the thing is, is like you say it's the age of ninja, but it's really not, and it hasn't been for a while, right? Like Sork kind of overtook ninja, and they were right. kind of like the king and queen. And now they've taken down they've taken down the the, the queen being the ninja. But the king. <laughs> what? How does that work? How because the, the king and the ninjas. Because the queen? it's twenty twenty, dude. Uh, okay. You can be a, you can be a male you? queen and a female king, dude. Uh, you're what right, the fuck? You're right. I thought you're you were right. in California. My bad, my bad. I, I haven't been outside. I haven't, got, I haven't gotten to hear the propaganda in a while because I'm stuck inside. You haven't you haven't gotten your your daily dose of uh, wokeness in a while, so yeah, you you've lost level. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Sork is, and I oddly Sork has gotten buffed like three weeks in a row. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Standard sort things, I guess. I'm gonna have to roll back soon, dude. You know, I only play Flavor of the Month classes. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Dude, I a lot of people hate. Dude, what are you? I know, Nayashi. We got into it in Discord, like out outside of Value Pack, but um, I I just want to start first with Reslar and then Nayashi. You make your case. What are your thoughts on on Kuno Succession currently? I think Nayashi is not here at the moment, but thoughts on oh. Kuno? You said yeah, Kuno Succession. Uh, I don't know. Seems kind of similar to Ninja, but not as not as oppressive. I know a lot of people have issues with it. Again, like it's hard for me to talk about these things because I am very biased because of the class I play. So I'm very I get hard countered against like some of the most popular classes in the game, like Sork and Ninja. So it's it's kind of hard for me to be like objective about it. But um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a hard matchup for me, but it doesn't seem impossible. It seems like it's fairly well balanced, but I don't know that much about the class anyway, so I can't really speak too much about the balance of it. Right. Um, Cupcake says that uh, he thinks Sork is considered bottom tier in KR, which is why they keep getting buffed. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why. Considering Maybe if you watch, if anyone watches the Show Me the Control PvP series in KR, it's literally only Sorks. I I do think there is something to say. I think it was Nayashi that brought this up. Somebody brought this up on the podcast. I don't remember who, but the fact that there's not as much of an issue with like desync and lag in KR as there is in like NA and EU, and I think that maybe that allows. Like, it allows people to catch Sork a lot easier, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. So Kuno has, like, it, it's really fast. It can gap close really, really easily. Its cooldowns are a little bit long, but it's, like, when it's when its cooldowns are up, it's in a short burst, it can catch, like, anything, right? And then its damage is really high in a combo. Doesn't have a lot of protected damage, but it doesn't really need it because of the way it can kind of. It's like, it's like the truest sense of the word assassin. I feel like the way Kuno works, where like you go in from far away, you dive in, catch someone, CC them, kill them like super fast, and get out before someone else could react. I like that style 
personally, I I think it's cool. Um, a lot of people seem more and more to have a problem with it, um, particularly now that um, Succession Sork got nerfed on its damage and Succession Ninja got brought down a little bit. Uh, um, it seems like people are now have set their sights on Kuno, so I have a feeling it's going to get nerfed soon. But deep deep down, I hope not. I mean, if if I had to nerf Kuno, the only thing I would do is probably change the the distance that Dance can go when it's locked on. I don't think it should be able to go as far as it does. But outside of that, I, I personally would leave the rest the same. And I know like someone okay. brought up, it's like, dude, you were saying Shadow Explosion should have Super Armor. It's like, yeah, I, I did. And new information came where ninja got changed sort got changed so like the standard changed right so like in if that's what classes were going to be then i did think that shadow explosion needed sa but since they nerfed everything down a little bit since then i think it's fine without it um what i missed yeah so we're talking about i was talking about kuno in your in your because i'm hearing more and more complaints about kuno so in your opinion uh, now that like Ninja kind of got nerfed a bit, so people aren't as upset with Ninjas, and uh, Sork's PvP damage got nerfed a little bit in succession, people aren't as upset with Sork. So, what are your thoughts on um, on Kuno balance? Well, I mean, me and you had this discussion before, um, right. but basically. My opinion, I don't care about the damage Kuno does. I think the damage is it's fine. Um I I think it's fair for what it does. My my biggest problem is its its ability to just like instantaneously engage. And I and I know it has some cooldown issues. So I know some Kunos will probably be like screaming, Well, we got cooldowns, blah 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 and whatnot, but it's like the the distance that's being covered, it's the same thing that Ninja was prior to the nurse, like that's that's what my issue is with it like i as a mobile class i back up from an engagement that failed um or it just wasn't favorable um and i use my positioning in order to reset the fight essentially but when akuno can literally just chase me down and this was the argument back when ninja actually had the the pre the pre-nerf uh, alert stance situation thing going on it was insane. The amount of pressure that you can put on a mobile class is just pretty high. Um, and with the current state of the mobility uh, kit right. for Succession Kuno specifically. Um, so what, so would, I you, mean, like, what would you change? I, I'm not looking to specifically. I'm not looking to kill the class, but right. reducing the distance some would help, um, and I think that would be fair. Um, because like I said, I don't care about the damage. I think the damage is fine. Um, I'm not being one shot in lethal spin, so. <laughs> but uh, um, I mean, it did, the Succession Kuno Kit does do a lot of damage, but I'm willing to live with that. I just I think the their ability to close the gap as far as they can. It's it's not about the ability to close the gap. I think that's fine. They should have the ability to close the gap just as far as they can. It's just kind of insane. Right. It's almost like they can double witch wizard teleport on you. Um, so is it is it mostly you. the uh, dance macabre for you? Honestly, that, that like engage? when me and you and Sammy were and and the group was discussing it, I'm not as familiar with the kit, so mm -hmm. I, it's really hard for me to pinpoint what the real problem is because I'm just not familiar with it. Right. Um. So I mean, 
Yeah, so Dance Macabre has this. What was it? Dance Macabre has this. Well, he was saying ankle cutter, but yeah, but you were disagreeing with. I hard disagree with ankle cutter because ankle cutter has a long cooldown. It's unprotected for the entire animation, and like it does go pretty far pretty quickly because it's really fast. But it's like it's not that. I mean, it's it's similar distance to Ninja Step. It's just like when you couple it with like Ghost Step or whatever, it seems like crazy, crazy far. But I I think. one of the issues is Dance Macabre, because once you're moving, you're invincible, and then on the land, it's uh, so it's an iframe while moving and super armor on the landing. And the distance it goes, it has a lock-on mechanic, where like if you have someone in your crosshair, even if they're really far away, it'll extend the range and almost do like a second jump. It'll like decide halfway through the movement that it's going to go all the way to that target. And... Um, Maybe that mechanic is just too much and should be removed. You know, maybe it should just be yeah. like a standard uh, set distance leap. You know, yeah, or lo- I mean, or lower, like or something that dramatically you can, that you lower can... the lock on range. Yeah, if that's how it is, then maybe that's what needs to be looked at. Because I don't, I don't know. It's really, it's like I said, it's hard for me to really give you an explanation as to what I feel is the problem. Um, right. just because of my lack of understanding of the kit and and maybe honestly that's like me what me and you have discussed before when we fought before um, when i originally said like oh this shit's busted you know and you were t- explaining some of the kit and then i was able to counter like it was mostly back then it was the tendon cutter the old shit. tendon was nuts dude yeah. I, it for sure was insane like at first i was like dude this is great like it's fine. And then after I... I mean, like, it felt good, I'm sure. <laughs> once I like perfected how it felt, and I could just literally instant get behind someone anytime I wanted, after a lingering essay was just like, yeah, no, nah, this is probably not fair. Because it has no anim- <laughs> it, it had no animation if you didn't instant cancel. So yeah, it was like block was jump, insane. but without the block. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, pretty toxic to deal with. Um, especially as a non-grab class. Like... It probably was still toxic for classes that actually had grabs too, but um, even more toxic for those that really can't defend themselves as well as a grab class could, arguably. Dude, I don't know why uh, I only play Flavor of the Month, man. I'm breaking my <laughs> own heart, dude. I, I like playing the least no, popular classes. No, you just playing what you like, and then it just you know happens to be you know. I like to be got to, dude. Know? That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um, all right. or make part of, uh, or make the float part of it unprotected. That way, it's punishable aside from the ground. Which part are you talking about? Yeah, the float thing is kind of weird because I I get CC'd out of the float actually a lot, but only if there's a lot of people around. It seems like it's really hard. The window is really small if it's like a one v one, but in like large scale, like you can't really do the float thing in a group because you get CC'd out of it. So. Yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting um, how that part works. Uh, all right, this next topic is gonna be heavy, dude. Reza, we need you all in for this. You ready? All right, I'm ready. I I think I'm lagging, but I'm ready. <laughs> um. All right, so the I forget the name of it. As Asfratu. Is that the name of the map piece? Afu, Afuaru, uh, Afuaru. Afuaru, I think. Capybara, like the Capybara map piece. 
Capybara. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think it's Afuaru. I'm pretty sure uh, it's like A F A F U A R U. I think. All right, A F U A R U. That map piece, which if you are a returning or new player, you can get it for getting um, to a certain level. Do you have to level a new character? No, I can't even remember. If you already have an, if you're a returning player, do you have to level a new character? Uh, good question. Whatever. So you basically level up. Um, to 49, I think on a shy, maybe, I, I don't remember now off the top of my head. I've been arguing with people about it for like a week, but basically you level up an alt, you get power leveled fairly easily, um, and then when you get to a certain level, you get this map piece as a reward, um, so you can run those guild golden chests, which are really cool. Really cool golden chests. We've had events where we got them for doing guild quests and stuff. Um, it has a lot of cool drops in it. Sharps, hards, memory fragments, cron stones, fail stacks, boss pieces, um, accessories like Bassy Bell, Ogre Ring, Crescent Ring, stuff like that. Um, so what guilds have been doing is setting players on vacation, bringing in a bunch of alts to get the map pieces, stocking up on the map pieces, and then mass running them with their entire guild. So like running 100 or 200 chests in a row and basically instantly giving everyone that participates anywhere from one bill to like five bill i've seen some people claiming that they made up to six billion silver in one like chest run um so i guess i don't know like how to how to how do we is is this a problem and should it be fixed nayashi go Yes, it should be fixed. Like, really? It's obviously not. <laughs> the fact that individuals are trying to justify it is just silly. There's no justification for this kind of mechanic to be abused like this. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the first thing that needs to be done is it just needs to be removed from the game currently like that's just yeah, step one just like stop, stop, stop allowing any it. more of it being abused and then fix it and introduce it later yeah and and then or make it a standalone you know like and then do you, do you think <laughs> that's what we tend to do do you guys think anyone should be there should be punishment if someone like abused it like really really hard or guilds or players or that sort of thing honestly i think at the minimum like a week or two of suspension that's my opinion on it. Like, I, you you made a significant amount of silver with doing little to no effort in comparison. It's insane. It's actually insane. Mm -hmm. Like, like what you said. How how much? What's the average? Usually, people are pulling like a um, bill at, or two at least a bill. Yeah, at least a bill in but, like an hour, right? But if you have over a hundred chests, yeah, it's usually even more than that. Uh, more than a bill worth of shit that you can get. Like I think 150 chests is like around any any guild members that participate. Yeah, it's so, like, everyone. From a guild's point of view, that's a lot of potential gains. Like I know one or two billion isn't a lot, but that shit adds up guild wide. Right. Rezar. Uh yeah. Probably should uh I don't know. I, I, I have issues with uh, it being exploited, obviously, but 
My concern is how do we dish out the punishments? Um, I do think it is probably possible to figure out the bad actors from the people that uh, weren't doing any exploits, but you have to be very careful with these kinds of things. Um, but as long as we can identify the bad actors, the people that were uh, exploiting them, you should probably remove the amount of silver that all of the items were worth from their inventory. If you make them go negative, then make them go negative. They should have to pay for the exploits that they got, and they shouldn't be able to keep that silver that they get for abusing something that was not designed to be used for them. It's supposed to be to help new players uh, like get good gear and get like good items. And get so, into guilds. Like part of it was that you'd yeah. want to attract like, oh, they got these map pieces, like we'll invite you, sure. I think that was another part of the incentive. Yeah. So that's the first part. Uh, you gotta take the silver out, and if that makes them go negative, then make them go negative. Um and then the Jeez. second part is I think that they should all get suspended for at least like two weeks, honestly. Because on one hand, you need to make the players pay, and that's what the negative silver is going to do. But really, that's not going to affect the guild that much. What is going to affect the guild, because these are siege guilds that are doing this, is making them lose over half of their players for two weeks. Well, it's not it's not exclusively siege guilds, but yeah, it's a lot it's of It's not, but those it. are the worst offenders. Right. Um, so my biggest... Well, those are the ones you really hear about. Yeah, those are the ones you hear about the most. And but... those are also the ones that are out there trying to claim that it's not an exploit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to to add on to that, like, the PA and Pearl Abyss have had, like, a really weird track record with, um, actually handling hackers and abusers and, um whatnot they they just don't handle everything how they should like probably the what i've seen like on reddit for example someone was commenting on this they said probably the most uh realistic scenario that or not realistic um most like consistent with their tos that they've been was when the the whole digging thing was a issue right right and that's pretty much been it. Ever since then, they've been like super lax on how to deal with stuff like this. Um, so my biggest issue with it, because I actually don't even as much have a problem with how much silver they gain so quickly, but it's, if you look at the items that come into the marketplace, how it, it fucks the market for everybody, because such a it mass does. amount of these items come in. So it drives the cost of valuable items down, and then the cost of... Like, a cost of easy-to-obtain valuable items down, like sharps, hards, base boss pieces, accessories, etc. But then the items that are not included, like Tungrad rings and distortion earrings and that sort of stuff, goes up in price because all of these people that are selling the shit have extra money and, and are able to buy out, like, the important parts of the market. So it's, like, super negative hit on the market. And I, I hate that so much. The punishment yeah. thing with... I. I don't know, like, I don't even think a suspension, personally, would matter, or a ban, or any of that stuff. I, I just think removing the items from the game and any silver obtained from selling them get removed, so it puts them, like, at negative, and then any silver that someone spent to buy these items on the marketplace, just refund that. 
yeah. kind of the same way they did with like uh, the so Black Star Swords and the Distortions when they got sold. But yeah, in, the, in SEA or SA or whatever server it was, the Serapnex when people were you know abusing that. So yeah, they've proved that they can do it before. So that seems like the least that they could do to fix this this time. Yeah. I mean, maybe if there's some people that are like, you know, like way, way, way abused it more than others, maybe a harsher punishment. I don't know. That's hard to say, though. But I mean, just for the economy itself, it would be nice to have uh, the items removed from the game and the silver. Also, like, someone in uh, someone in silent uh, silent chat said uh, if they're a partner, they should lose their partnership, which yeah. I do agree with as well. Yeah, I agree. If you're if you're openly, how can, you, how can you be a partner if you're a cheating scumbag? Like, yikes. Yeah, if you're openly cheating, yeah, then yeah I, I could see that, especially with the BDO partnership program or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing though. It's like, so what do you guys make of the argument that it's not exploiting because it's just like a part of the game? Like, I I know like there's well, that's a... that's such a stupid argument though. Like. How how could you not see this as an exploit? This is obviously not right for returning or newer players to get billions and billions of silver within a couple hours. Like, come on, use some common sense. That, that's such that's such a fucking slimy way to try to justify it and say, oh, well, anyone can do it. Well, no, people that are actually trying to play the game normally are not trying to fucking abuse it. Someone found it out spread it among their guild and they're abusing it and that's just the fact like that's that's clearly <laughs> clearly not intended yeah it's just, it's just do you guys silly. think in your honest opinion that cacao will do anything no i think they'll do something but it's probably not going to be enough to where everyone's like you know what that was good they'll target uh the people that made excessive amounts and that's it they won't do anything about lower amounts or people that were with a guild. Like by lower amounts, I mean maybe like. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. A couple hundred. I wouldn't be surprised if they removed some items out of people's like inventories. But aside from that, I doubt they they do anything honestly. Yeah. Um. It's but as far as whether argument. it's an exploit or not as well, like this goes back to the old thing back in the day. Uh, so some people may not know this because this this was like actually at launch, but there was a thing where if you went down into abandoned monastery and killed the elites, they had a hundred percent chance of dropping a mark of shadow, which was worth a lot of money back in the day. Because again, this is at launch. Yeah. And there was a lot of arguments over whether this was an exploit or not because there were people that would literally only hunt the elites. Ultimately, what was decided is that it wasn't an exploit because even though it was not supposed to be a 100% drop rate, the players weren't necessarily doing anything outside of the norm of just grinding something that made them a lot of money. Well, that's right? different. So I think I that's mean... the argument. Yeah, but here's what I, here's where it's different with this scenario is that this isn't just like cacao like made a mistake and accidentally put an extra zero in a file somewhere and now people that are just going about their normal everyday business are suddenly making more money this is people literally conniving and coming up with schemes on how to abuse a system that was put in place to help new players yeah. like it's it's just not i know that's the argument they're trying to use they're trying to use the same argument 
as that situation back in the day, but it's just not a one-to-one -one comparison. Right, there's a lot more steps yeah. involved. Like, you have right. to, I mean, you see, this, you're getting a whole separate account, a... a separate email for that account. Your guild has to put everyone on vacation, invite all these people to the guild, kick a bunch of people from the guild. Like, it, there's a lot of steps that you have to go, like, yeah, really out of your way to abuse. It's obviously, it's obviously being abused. You know, like, there's yeah. no way to explain it. And this is, this is precisely why when the whole seasons thing came out, I said, uh, uh, my only concern was how are veteran players going to abuse it? This mm -hmm. is exactly the kind of shit that I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah. Because we have too many fucktards that decide they want to go ahead and just use whatever they can to get an advantage. Yeah, it's literally like what I said earlier, where it's like, it's the old saying or whatever you want to call it, where it's like, this is why we can't have nice things. It's because like they try to do something nice for like new players or whatever. They try and do this like cool thing or this cool idea to like help certain demographic of people. And then all the veterans are like putting on their fucking nerd glasses and being like, how can I exploit this to the maximum potential? Yeah. It's like actually so retarded. And then it results in us not being able to have those cool events or those cool mechanics for the new people. Yep. So nerf sick, sork. Sick to sick to sick in <laughs> chat. Dude, sick to sick fucking killed me. In your chat now, she says, "Damn, am I in the wrong stream? I'm trying to run some chess." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking hell. <laughs> Shit. Uh, sick. Always with the jokes. Dude. <laughs> yeah, so ho hopefully, at the very least, they need to remove that shit from the game, like, right the fuck now. Like, they just need to remove the chests from the game. Temporarily put yeah. a hold, whatever. Figure out a different way to help newer players. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just don't. Oh, I mean, it seems, I, it seems to uh, me that the easiest fix... Here's, here's some that uh, Silent Chat's saying. Let's be real. We're all jealous on the exploit since we didn't start from the beginning. That's not the point. No, 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 no. That's, that's not, not the point. That's not. We're not all jealous. I, I'm Let's not be jealous real here. Let's be real. The, very, very few people are really going to make any major gains with a couple billion silver. That That's not. It's not really like I'm jealous of them getting more gains than me. Oh, my God. They're going to be 400-year score over me. Oh, my God, guys. I've been fucking underdog for so long, it doesn't even matter anymore. Um, it's That's not the issue. The issue is all this shit, if you leave a precedent like this, it's going to justify it for another thing and Dude. another and another, and it's not going to stop. And then people are just going to constantly exploit, hack, or do whatever they can to get an advantage over other players. And then it's going to be the, you know, to the point where people are like, shitloads more gear score out, out, like outrageous amounts of gear score over other players, or just outright abusing mechanics to keep other players from being able to have them. Your whole, your whole, like I've been used to being an underdog thing reminded me of the old saying, you know, the the saying, "Those who laugh last are maywas." <laughs> yeah, dude, that's my favorite old saying. Yeah, I remember my granddad telling me that when I was years old. Um. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I am not. I literally am not jealous at all. I, I don't care. I, I said like my, my thing is not even the, my. I have no. I don't care about even the personal gain of anybody. I, I don't honestly like if someone suddenly one day gets 
you know, like a bunch of pen accessories, like one tapping on no stack. Like I don't, that's insane, but I don't, I don't, I honestly don't care. It doesn't really affect me in any way. I, the thing is just the market, the way it affects the market for me bothers me. And, um, the fact that it's not supposed to be happening, that you're like going out of your way to do something that shouldn't be netting you benefits and negatively affecting the market. I don't care that someone gets gains, dude, honestly. Uh, to me, that's never really bothered me. When someone, like, it's um, it's kind of like the thing, this is a little bit a separate topic, but it's kind of like, you notice how, like, friends will get mad at other friends, like, like, legitimately upset if their friends are, like, succeeding on enhancements. You notice that? Like, that's like, yeah, oh, this fucking that, guy, just, dude. Just, Fuck this game. Like, you got another... Dude, you know what? Fuck this. And then they'll go play Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, basically. Do you guys... Are you guys comfortable with the... Uh, no, let's not. I already know, know what you're going to say. Yeah, no, that's fine. I don't want to... I'll, I'll do it for the... No, 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 no. I, 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 won't, I won't speak any details. Is so it fine if I do think uh, leave, it the, uh, leave it off the podcast. No, yeah, I, I mean, do, yeah. do with stream what you want. I just yeah. don't want to talk about it on the podcast. Um, no, that's fine. I do think like there is a pretty easy fix to this, right? And that's just like make it to where the new accounts have to actually be in the guild for two weeks, get off the sprite, and then they can give their scroll pieces or whatever. I mean, that seems like the easiest I fix, mean, even, doesn't it? Even then, it still you could still do it like, all right, so they wouldn't be doing the chess every two days, but they could still do the chess every two to three weeks, right? Because then they'd have a wave of people. Like, it would just affect a different demographic. It might hurt Barcode and Black Rose and Cho and Snake more, but it well, would hurt any guild that wants to node war. Right. Yeah. But, like, some of the smaller guilds that only do 30-man or 45, like, they can still do it just fine. I, I think... I think the prereq, if you're going to keep the map, if for whatever reason you absolutely want to keep this map piece in the game, then the prerequisite needs to be like a new player that's a sprout, two weeks, joins a guild, uh, they're in the guild for at least two weeks, and they get a new character from scratch to level 62. Yeah. Like something that's actually challenging and you're rewarded for doing it. Um, or just give them one single golden chest for themselves, you know? That'll work. Yeah, but I think the whole thing is it's supposed to be like a community event. You know, no, they're trying I know, to I know. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to encourage new players to join a guild and like do something with the rest of the guild, so it would be like a community building thing. Which again, like I understand, and like again, goes back to like this is why we can't have nice things. Like it's a good idea, I think, to like try and get new players to join a guild and become part of a community. But what about what about if they just change instead of giving the map piece, they just give the sick. Like really awesome uh, Mudster Guild Scroll, Guild Summit Scroll, dude. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Well, it's a community <laughs> event. You all do it together. You try to get that Mark of Shadows you were talking about earlier. That's really high value. Yeah, right, dude. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I th I do think that they can do something more like this in the future. But yeah, like this was obviously. Uh, Put this one in the fail category because they didn't <laughs> see this fail. coming. Yeah, it was uh, a good idea. As with almost everything that Pearl Abyss and Cacao ever do, it was a good idea, but the uh, the implementation of it left something to be desired. Mainly, not being horribly exploitable by people already in the one percent. Yeah, 
Alright, moving on. Exploits are bad. Stop doing them, fuckers. Um, let's move on to something more positive. Uh, um, the Oasis vendors that are selling Triboss gear for one silver, Exquisite Cron and Simple Cron and Seafood Cron for one silver, Carrots for one silver, Compass And Energizing parts. Cron. They're selling all oh, the yeah, Crons. And Energizing Cron. Compass for one silver for the desert and water. And uh, map traveler's map for one silver. Um, kind of cool. They have no. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. They have no end date for it yet. Which is well, also this is. I think this is in response to Corona, right? Because this is. I heard somewhere that this is normally available to the people in KR that go to uh, PC cafes. Uh, PC cafes, yeah. Uh, okay. So I think that this was a response to coronavirus. So I doubt that they'll take it away until things start returning to normal across the world and specifically in South Korea, most likely. So how are you guys using the event, if at all? Uh, Nayashi is still talking to a stream about the, the thing he wanted to talk to, but okay. I, I, I've been using it to level up my characters. Uh, right now I'm grinding on Mystic, uh, because in case for some reason our listeners don't know, uh, your family fame goes up based on how many like leveled characters you have. So you can literally increase your AFK daily money that you get for doing absolutely nothing by just leveling up characters. And the so, reason Reslar's leveling his family fame, you, it increases the limit on how many costumes you can sell. You oh, yeah, the costumes. Shop. I forgot about that. <laughs> <And> since Reslar's <laughs> been hitting the cap every week, he's like, fuck, dude, I gotta level some yeah, characters. Yeah, dude, I'm like, dude, I gotta, I gotta be able to sell 30 costumes instead of 25. What the hell? Yeah. Um... So yeah, I've already gotten my uh, Musa up to level 60, he was level 59, I got my Striker up to 60, he was level 58, and I'm currently working on my Mystic, I'm about to hit 59 here soon, uh, started at level 57, so I've basically just been like leveling my characters to 60, running back, swapping characters, getting more Oasis gear on the next character, which with the Oasis gear, with my accessories and my bells, I'm currently at uh, 262, 264, 274. So more than enough to, to kill Polly's with. And uh, I just slap on my 600% scrolls and my 530 scrolls, and then I just go and, and level up really quickly. Um, I'm probably going to try out a couple characters the same way. I'll just use my gear and then put the weapons. I kind of want to try... Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna get skill points on a Valkyrie and a DK. The Valkyrie is gonna be treacherous because my Valkyrie only has 700 skill points, and then my DK my DK is like 1400. So I just want to see how those classes feel. But um, outside of that, I'm not really gonna use it. But it, it did make me think about something. Um, let's remove in this hypothetical. I'm gonna give you a hypothetical scenario. Let's remove the all the meals because. I don't want them, for future reference, I, I wouldn't want the meals in there forever. Let's remove the carrots, the compasses, the traveler's maps. But well, Why the carrots? Hold up. <laughs> I well, like the carrots. Like, well, the carrots are a <laughs> thing that, you know, people, life skillers can make money, like, making carrots. And if they're free, then you would never make carrots. You know, kind of ah, removes the, the life skillers. No, 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 no. <laughs> So let's remove everything from there except for the tri-boss gear. Do you think it would be it would negatively affect the game in any way if they just left that there permanently? Yes. Why? Uh, because you should have to work to get your gear up. Well, but except that you don't, right? Because you can you get the free tri boss gear for the anniversary thing. 
now when you start right, the game. Right, but that's mode. a limited thing. Is it limited? Uh, as far as I'm aware, that's just an event, is it not? I don't know. I don't know if you still get it after a certain period of time, but... Alright, I'm sorry, I'm back. Yeah, uh -huh. perma-bandom. I changed my mind. Perma-bandom? Perma-bandom, I changed my perma -ban mind. Perma-ban everyone who exploited. <laughs> Perma-bandom. Find their IPs, perma-bandom. Make them move. <laughs> and set their houses on fire. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, that's actually, that's actually fucking outrageous. Yeah, yeah it's know, really but... bad. It's really bad. Uh we, I don't. I, I just watched the. I just watched that video. Uh huh. I know. Right. I, I've seen them all. And I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say any bullshit. details because you know we want to keep the the podcast separate. But yeah, right, for right. anyone listening, for anyone listening, I'll give just a slight bit of context. Oh, there is man. a certain person who has been trying to reason that what the chest exploit has been has been totally okay. It's not been an exploit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This person's kind of been being raked over the coals for the past couple of days for all of this. Uh, basically, I, I just don't want to bring it up because I don't want to start drama with any one particular person. If yeah. you have, if you have knowledge of the drama, I'm sure you know who it is. But I don't want to go around naming names and trying to start shit with people. It's whatever. So. There's actually a, a other a lot of other videos too of other people. My yeah. My favorite part. My favorite part. It's hard to prove. <laughs> <laughs> and then it proceeds yeah. to prove it for like literally the next five minutes so, <laughs> of scrolling hold on, hold on, and hold scrolling on. and scrolling and scrolling i don't want to i don't want to oh i don't want to say what he, i don't want to say what he said but look at what rolvi put in your chat oh, oh, don't read it you can't say oh, it without oh, a name God. i don't see it dude i need to know i can't pull it out i'll screenshot it i'll oh. screenshot it I'll, All right. Yeah, screenshot for him. Screenshot I, I can't say any of that stuff on the podcast, guys. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> it's so good, oh though. Oh, my gosh. It's, that's so Oh, funny. dude, I feel so left out, dude. Oh Here, Fossey, I'm, how I'm, you, I'm, right. I'm how could you? How could you be so, how could you be so delusional yeah. to think that that's not... It's all right, right. it's all right. It's not the only one, dude. I've heard it actually from uh, quite a few people. Oh yeah, I mean, basically everybody who take who's taken part is going to say that it's not an exploit, right? Anybody who benefited from it is going to be like, no, 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 dude, totally not an exploit. Did PA say it wasn't in, so? It wasn't intentional? So they are investigating. Yeah, they're. I mean, they clearly so, know it's probably they're just investigating on how to punish these fucks. Right. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. So now, actually, we're talking about the Oasis gear. How it's in the once over whatever you give basically full try and I, I proposed if they left that vendor there removed everything from it except for the gear but left it in the game permanently would that negatively affect the game and and Reza you had started to answer but you were saying that people should have to work for their gear um, right what the try gear yeah the try gear I mean they're basically doing that with the season stuff soon anyways right. yeah but again that takes like. That takes effort. You can't just go to the store and purchase it for one silver. I mean, it's pretty minimal effort, though, right? But you can't enhance it. I mean, it's the same principle as the to season level... gear, right? Well, the yeah, the season, season gear you get really easily, right? It's, like, really, really easy. It takes, like, no effort to get it to just try. You still have to level up your character Well, you still have to level a character to buy gear to buy this gear, too. I'm not saying start with, like, a level yeah. 60 character or anything. I'm just saying, like, I there's for me personally, because you can't put crystals in. It's not like legit gear, right? Like, you can't edit or remove crystals or do or enhance it or sell it or profit from it. Like, it's literally almost like 
just starter training gear. I almost feel like that the game yeah. has gotten to an advanced point. This is just from my point of view that I don't think it would be a bad thing to leave that vendor in the game permanently yeah. for new players. I, I mean, I I agree. I agree with Frosty on this. Um, mostly because what it's going to do is it's going to encourage the lower gear score players to go for risky enhancements because they have something to fall back on. So it kind of it's kind of like <laughs> wrestlers sitting there like wait lower gear score hold on <laughs> <laughs> wait wait he's he's taking notes now wrestler already <laughs> fell oh, back hold on, on let me, this let me, hold on, let me <laughs> write that down real quick let me write that down <laughs> um but uh, I mean I look at it I look at it like that basically newer players that are getting into the game or when the seasons come out they're going to be purchasing these items and the only thing for them to do is either save up their silver and buy an, a fully enhanced item that they're interested in outright or enhance for, you know, potentially, you know, cheaper gains, potentially. Um, so that's how I look at it. They have something to fall back on. It helps them, um, you know, feel more comfortable with risking a pen enhancement on armor or weapons or maybe a, uh, you know, a TED accessory um, because they can fall back on something. So I mean, plus like, like when you you're because there's no accessories. At this point in time in the game, I mm. agree. Yeah, no, but it doesn't come earlier. With any accessories. Earlier in this game's life, I definitely would not have agreed. Right. But yeah. Now at this point, I don't. I think it's not an issue. I was gonna say because it doesn't come with accessories, so they still have to go get like those base quest accessories or whatever. But if you think about it, like when they're when it all is said and done, and they they put all that gear on, you go get like some base accessories from. Valencia or Kama Questline, like all that shit. Like you're still only what, like two ten AP, maybe, maybe even less. I don't know, because you have no tet weapons. So it's yeah. like they still are only gonna be at like lower end spots, but it's just kinda like Yeah, it's I just it's feel like not for an entry a, level into PvP type thing. It's yeah, for a new all. player trying to like grind Saucens or something, like I don't even know. Where where do you go if you're a new player? If you didn't have any you... gear. You go to Burr and start life skilling, man. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Yeah. I don't know. So I think um, if we're not at the point where it, it would be okay, I think we're getting to it um, soon. Yeah. What what offhand does it yeah. give you? Nuver? Probably Kudum, I would assume. I think the box is yellow, if I remember correctly, though. So I think it is. Uh, it's Nuver. Is it really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, 38 fine. to 40 AP, 5 DP, 5 damage reduction, 3 AP against monsters, 10% all resistance. Oasis is newer. Okay, yep. yep. Alright. Um, I have another separate... This is a completely off-topic question. Uh, so, I am Choice recently switched to a Pen Oros Knot, which is the AP Knot with 10% special attack damage. It has one crystal slot. Really? Is... So he says it's better Special at his attack, AP. Huh? He says it's better at his yeah, AP. Yeah, yeah, And he's probably right. I'm not doubting him, but I'm trying to think if... I, I'm wondering if it's based on, like, what... Chris, I don't know what crystal setup he used or whatever, but is... So basically the trade-off is you have a little bit less AP, but at his AP, he's probably not hitting brackets anymore, right? So it's just raw AP. Correct. No longer sheet, no yeah. longer bonuses. So he can keep without. If he's losing, though, 10%, Actually, 12% critical hit damage from Corrupted, because he can't have two. And the extra two AP um, from the Corrupted. And I imagine... I don't know what crystal he's using in there. But he's at, at the very least losing two AP. Um, and 
12% critical hit damage and the additional AP you just get from Nuver for being Nuver. And then can you put a Garmoth Heart in an Oros? No. I, you, you can't. So you... Like, honestly, there's the the argument for green weapons, if you really just are trying to squeeze out as much damage as possible, I think it's just not to your benefit defensively anymore. Like, and he's probably making this decision because he feels like he's not surviving shit anyways, which I get it, but... He's an evasion zerker, dude. Yeah, but he's... I think he still says he's dying to he's stuff, dying? but it's better, it's better than what it was originally, I think. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, and then I really started thinking about it, and I feel like you just you lose so much switching off of a boss. Like I almost at that point yeah. still think just Kudum would be better because like, it would make him more tanky. Think, with think the about evasion. just the Garmoth stats: the ten percent special evasion, the hundred fifty HP, the hundred stamina. That's huge. Yeah. But that is alone. the reason? And then I think he on, said it the does reason... the most damage. That that was what he said. It does the most damage. Yeah, at his that's gear. what I was about to say. Is the reason he's not swapping that for the ten percent special attack damage? Or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, all it's all for the special. Attack yeah, the special damage attack damage because it makes it because that ten percent is crit down attack air attack you know everything back attack and crit so right. it's like I guess overall it's it's more straight up damage but at the sacrifice of Garmas heart and potentially DP if you wanted to go Nuver or Kudum I mean which I think because now they use evasion I don't know. I wonder why he doesn't want to use Kudum. Maybe it's too much AP loss. It gets him below well, that uh, that three ten. I mean, bracket, honestly, dude. honestly, you you try to get to three hundred AP with Kudum. That's the end game. That's your end game, you noob. That's your end game. <laughs> um, but I mean, that gives you obviously a lot more defense to work with, evasion to work with, accuracy as well. I mean. What's the hate? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the end game goal for me personally is like, if I could be 301 with Kudum. I know. Said the, uh, Roll V said the only reason he's using Oros is for castle defense. For castle defense. Probably for okay. cannon. So does that, does that mean he's still using a Nuver or a Kudum? Like otherwise? He's probably okay. still using a Nuver or Kudum, yeah. I mean, obviously for grinding, he's using a Kudum, but what's he using for PvP like open world? He uses Kudum normally. Okay. And Kudum in PvP. So yeah, he's using the standard build. I guess it's just for castle defense because all he can do is just cannon spam, you know? Right. So you might as well just pump out as much human, you know, as much damage as humanly possible. He's like 301 with Kudum. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so he's at the desired AP to be. Right. Dude, I want 301 with Kudum. Dude, I want 301 fucking Kudum too. What are you even on about? This is ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous to have that kind of AP. How do I get how do I get 19 more AP, dude? Uh <laughs> basically maxing out the Kaffers in your weapons. <laughs> pen accessories. He's I think he's basically full pen, right? Yeah, and I think he, he has, Yeah, I think every slot might be pen. I mean, once you get to the, like, I'm at um, 277 Kudum. Another distortion puts me at 280. And I have Blackstar. If I just switch it to a Zarka, I could start pumping Kaffirs into it. That gets Dude. you an additional, what, 8 AP if you're at C20? So now that you're C20 is 10 AP from scratch, 
from like oh, if you go really? base like a base Penzarka or Dandy to C twenty is ten AP. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty huge. I mean, that right there, mind you, that's that's a lot. Yeah, it's like forty three thousand Kafir stones or something. Yeah, you, you, it's over a couple hundred billion, or it's about a hundred and twenty billion or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, Not realistic for most players, but I'm a pen ogre, dude. Yeah, Pen Ogre, that's 5 AP right there. That helps you get to the 290 really quickly. Um, he has Pen Bassy, I think, and then Pen Crescents, maybe. And then I'm assuming Pen um, Tongue Red Earrings. I don't know. I haven't looked in his gear in a hot minute. Yeah, it's been but a yeah, bit. Yeah, I get you there pretty quickly. Did you see the marks. Did you see the clip of Choice uh, at Garmoth with his Doom Horse? Oh yeah, that one's actually pretty old. Oh, is that uh, old? But yeah, dude, yeah I just older. saw it for the first but time. It's, it's still pretty funny. funny, dude. It's still funny. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> what, what, link, link it again. Is it in the? Uh, I don't have it. I, yeah. I want to watch it again just for the sake of it being hilarious. So that's, have you seen that one, Reslar? I think what? so, yeah. Dude, that shit's so good. He loses so, dude. Two Kratuga crystals. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> he just fucking melts his gear. <laughs> he uh, just ran through so many alts with his Doom Horse and then fucking lost so many. Like, over, like, what? Seven, eight hundred billion, or eight hundred million in fucking uh, crystals? Yeah. So, for those who haven't seen the clip, he, he's on his Doom Horse at Garmoth. He just wanted to knock people down, but he, like, I, I guess he accidentally used the damage dealing ability, but he, like, charges or whatever, knocks people down and kills, like, five, ten people and instantly goes negative karma. And then he dies immediately and he loses, like, two Hooms and two Kratuga crystals, or two uh, Elkar crystals. Yep. So, that, that hurt that hurt to look at yeah he instantly lost like 700 i mean he gets silver. he gets a nice chuckle out of it because he could just spend the money again but i'm just like Ugh, that hurts. <laughs> yeah he's like hey something to grind for Woo! yeah it's freaking cancer. <laughs> he's just got to get c20 uh, dude and he's set yeah basically there's not much else for him to do all right is there anything else you guys wanted to uh to touch on before we move to comments. Um, Bell is in 12 minutes, by the way. Yeah, my alt's at Bell now, so I don't have to swim my ass over there every time. Uh, this is Choice's gear right now. Oh, yeah, here you go, Frosty. This will... Fucking Pennarks, man. 300, 381. He still doesn't have the requirements for Ash Forest. <laughs> yeah, he's getting there. He's a shitter just like the rest of us. <laughs> Can't even go to Ash Forest. So he's a pen eye and a pen tongue grad ring and two pen narcs. Goddamn. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was pen. He has a pen tongue grad ring and a pen rune ring. It's insane. Yeah. It's actually insane. All right. Uh, let me get to the comments here. One sec. You want me to do comments, or you got it? I got it. Let's Maybe we should have Nayashi do comments. Ooh, well, no. Someone has to be able to read. Um, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's fucking toxic. Oh, dude. 
I tease him. I think people are like, dude, Frosty's really mean to Nayashi, but I'm just kidding, dude. I'm trying to make Nayashi laugh in all my jokes. It's not. No, dude, my favorite, my <laughs> favorite comment on this episode was something like, this podcast is just becoming Frosty, Reslar, and the guests shitting on Nayashi for being a Maywa, and I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so toxic. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's see. Here, I'll read them. Alrighty. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so sort it, sort it by a uh, newest sort first. It, yeah, sort it by sort new. It. Uh, sort it by newest first. All right, here we go. Oh God, that's right. I have to read these names. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the best part, dude. Uh, Yumi, we'll just say Yumi for short. Uh, he's first. Uh, thank you for jumping on the video so quickly. Um, wait, no. That why does no. it say first? It's three hours ago. Yeah, this is a liar. <laughs> wait, wait, what? First and oo-woo. <laughs> First and oo-woo. Uh, oh, God. A That's at the very end, end dude. At the very end. Oh, I is that really? Holy we shit, need someone yeah. who can read, dude. Jesus Christ, these names are awful. I think it would be fine for Sorks to keep their iframes. I think the right way to nerf Sork is to slightly widen their, their existing gaps. Like if they use Shadow Explosion, it should have a quarter second wind up or something. There needs to be an increased risk for diving into a group. And I don't think the ability to dive into a group should be taken away necessarily. I agree. I mean, I think a lot of the topics that we brought up was, uh, I think your main thing, Frosty, was making uh, um, one specific ability that was an iframe typically all the time was uh, turn it into... A one second cooldown, but then using it off cooldown would be a uh, super armor. Not, or not yeah. necessarily one second or a couple second, right? Not yeah, not to get too into the weeds. And I'm curious if Rolvi's still in your chat, I'm curious what he would think about this. I don't know if Rolvi's still playing Awakening or Suck, but because I, I was really thinking about this and I was like, you know what would be a simple nerf that might actually solve part of the Sork's problem? Because one of the issues with Awaken Sork is it feels like you're fighting them forever. Like I know they have to manage stamina. Yeah. But they have a lot of ways to recover stamina and get away that well, they, makes the fight last for a long time. So what yeah. if what if you keep Karshin's protection, their R and B block, but remove S block from Awakened Sork? That's it. Like just remove S block. I mean, seems fine to me. I mean, because that would limit so much on how aggressive they could be because they know they're not able to move backwards while recovering stamina while protected, you know? So they'd have yeah. to either RMB, use Karshian's spell uh, or Karshian's nightmare, or like get some distance before recovering stamina, similar to Succession Sword. Because one of the reasons why I think Succession Sword feels a little bit easier to deal with is that eventually. They have to just kind of stand there <laughs> if they're completely yeah. out of shit, you know, um, to some yeah, extent. They have literally nothing else. I don't know. It's just a thought. Um, Rollbees doesn't seem to be present, but some of the other That's comments right. have been like, just give it the ghost step treatment or the lawn iframe treatment. Um, yeah, the lawn iframe seems like the best way to do it. Phantom dance thing. Yeah, whatever. Whatever the hell it's intended to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, I, 
that basically sums it up. I don't yeah. really have any other opinions on it beyond that. Onward and upward. Um, all right. So Ryan, uh, DK has been out on console since near the beginning, and I've seen near everyone re-roll off her and ask me why I'm re-rolling. <laughs> yeah, it's, unfortunate. it's because Succession's not out yet there. Soon your yeah, time will yeah, come. Right. Hang in there, brother. DK, DK's a little, um, and their Awakening Kit, they're a little struggle there. It's definitely uh, what I've heard across the board. Um, let's see. Red Ghost. VFX. I am a 62 Awakened Ninja. I agree a lot that Awakened Ninja needs PvE buffs. It's very <laughs> demotivating to... Uh, demotivating when a less AP suck ninja gets 1k more trash loot at Aukman. P.S. Thanks for making my uh, trees grind less shitty. Uh, you are welcome. That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have Vacuum Slash. Mm -hmm. Does a little bit more damage now, dude. You're, you're all set. Yeah, there you go. Problem solved. <laughs> Fixes everything. Hold on a second. Trying to get into a platoon for Vel real quick here. Um, cool. We are in platoon. All right, cool. So next we got Danielle. Uh, basically, the show is about Nashi being destroyed by Frosty and Reslar and the guest by Mewa Memes. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's painful. <laughs> it's painfully true. <laughs> Frosty just he has to wail on me every time with the Mewa Mewa stuff. Uh, typical, typical foot. T typical uh, Flare of the Month re-roller, am I right? Yeah, basically. One day, one day, Frosty will switch to Mewa and he'll experience the truth. Reslar wants... And then he'll probably say it's OP. <laughs> Jimmy Lang wants Reslar to read the next comment. I I'll, I'll read the next yeah, comment? I'll, I'll post it in chat for you. Okay. Why do I have to read it? Uh, he requested. There. He requested? Okay. Uh, ooh, say it, Rizlar, fucking say it. <laughs> Alright, that's a ban. Let me just log into my... Let me log into that account real quick, and I'll... Uh, that, okay, and that's a ban. Done. Done and done. Uh, Tim says, as long as Frosty isn't the one being RNG carried, I'm okay with it. Hell yeah. I'll, Man, what's the I'll have you that? know, I'll have you know, Tim, I... One tap to tap. I had the ruins ring yesterday and a try. Yeah, the ruins ring you're a little, you're for, a little uh, early on on yeah, that, Tim. <laughs> straight for profit, all for profit. Fucking hell. Uh, he also What's it like being blessed by uh, Prolibus? Well, I mean, when you have to defend it day in and day out, I think it's earned. You know. Oh uh, yeah, they uh, they not give you your paycheck last month, so they're making up for it or something. Well, yeah, they're at home. They can't write checks. <laughs> <laughs> it's toxic. All right, let's see. Uh, someone anonymous. Relatively new, two months. Casual life skill in Kuno here. Nice, nice. Welcome to the cancer that is BDO. Uh, while I don't really have much interest in PvP, I still love learning more about the game and listening to you talk about it. So keep up the amazing work. Well, thank you. Thank you for the compliments. Life skill and Kuno. It's not a bad choice with uh, the busted succession movement. It's probably really good at getting from tree to tree. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, definitely get you from each pack really quickly. Pro tip, if you're overweight, put Ghost Up on your hotbar. Exploit for days. <laughs> Exploit, dude. <laughs> That's cheats. Uh, first choice, exterior cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as as always, great content, man, dudes. Hey, thank you, thank you. I love the name, though. Yeah. I couldn't tell where the name stopped and the comment began. I I, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> that's well, that's why it was pretty funny because I guess it's uh, probably his business name on there. But uh, yeah, it was just interesting reading that first choice exterior cleaning. Um. All right. So yeah. Or you're just gonna call you justice, justice. I had a Musa dude try to kill me every uh, kill me every AP gain he made, and go re. I need more AP. I was evasion build and he was full human damage. These are the people who want evasion nurse. Re. I have three three hundred accuracy and three hundred AP, and I can't kill full evasion. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. But Musa does have actual accuracy issues with Awakening. I, um, I mean, it's a lot yeah. better with Succession. Yeah, I could see it. But the irony is, like, I actually just ran into one of these Musas the other day that he was saying, there's no reason why you should be able to kill me and I can't kill you because we were, like, fighting. And he... I had I had more DP than him, but he couldn't kill me in a full combo. He'd bring me, like, 10%. And then he's wearing Lieber and Often. And I'm like, dude... That's exactly why. Why did you even go often if you're having a hard time against evasion builds? Right. Hey, this comment in reply to Justicar says, uh, the problem is that 600 accuracy won't do anything versus proper evasion or hybrid build. The introduction of succession on the high accuracy percent skills will, uh, was proof for that. The only time accuracy as a stat on gear might become worth thinking about is you can maintain 281 AP or more with pen accuracy offhand. Even then, it's probably a waste. And he goes on and goes on. But that, I mean, that, that whole first sentence is just markedly untrue. If you had 600 accuracy, you would you would do so. Accuracy, people don't realize like accuracy actually it helps so much. The difference between someone with 300 accuracy and 340, like just on their sheet, is so big. It's it's actually so big, even for mooses. Like the mooses that can kill me easily actually have like proper gear. They run Zarka or whatever, and and maybe. Maybe Mooses need begs as well, and that kind of sucks. So they should get slight modifier buffs. But yeah, this whole if you have 600 accuracy, you don't do anything is, is just not true. Yeah. You don't have to go through the their back and forth. Now you should just go on to the next comment. Oh, he's muted oh. for some reason. Oh, okay. I think we lost him. All right. I'm, uh, I'm going to read on. Wait. So... Oh, nope. My bad. Okay. I fucking hit the damn mute button. Uh, yeah, no, that that's a pretty long drawn out conversation they're having about that. But yeah, no, I agree with you completely on the 600 accuracy thing. Like that, if someone has 600 accuracy, everyone is dying. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people so. realize that like you don't get damage increases only from like more AP. Like people don't realize essentially what it is is people don't realize how many of their hits are missing just fighting your average player. Like, you're yeah. missing quite a few hits fighting just an average geared player. And if you just rapidly increase your accuracy, you'll hit a lot more of those hits, therefore resulting in a lot more damage. 
And I, I think people think that, well, if I'm finding an average geared player and I have an average amount of accuracy, then I'm hitting 100% of my hits, and that's just not true. Right. The other thing, too, is like if you, no matter what class you are, if you're two, let's just say you're 285 AP or 289 AP, Let, we'll just say 289 AP because everyone, usually you get to that point and you feel like I should be able to kill everyone. So if you get to 289 AP and you're fighting against someone that's uh, evasion and you can't kill them, 293 AP is not the solution. Like that, it means you need to get accuracy. Do everything you can. Make sure you have Elkar crystals. Make sure you put Kaffir stones in your offhand. Make sure you're using a Zarka. Start Kaffirsing your Zarka if you have to put Kaffir stones in your dandy to get the accuracy on that too. Like whatever you can to boost your accuracy instead of spending 13 billion silver Billions getting to 293 AP. AP and then being like, dude, I still can't kill this. This isn't fair. What the fuck? I so. mean, that's how I am every day. Yeah, put put accuracy <laughs> add-ons on your skills. There's some things you can do. Yeah, there's definitely things to do. You know, escape, escape. Just you know, task manager in game. <laughs> I'm not saying Un- it's perfect, uninstall BDO. It, it, if if Musa needs a little bit more accuracy modifiers on their skills, so be it. Like I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying your if your expectation is I should be able to use often Lieber gloves, not use Elkar crystals, instead of use human damage, and I don't have any accuracy in my offhand or my dandy and so on and so forth, and you think just stacking AP is going to help you kill evasion targets and you're just a victim because you're a Musa, that is just not how it works. Yep. Nope, yep. Or you can just reroll Zerker and use this mythical 100% accuracy combo that everyone's using, but nobody can explain to me. High accuracy. <laughs> high accuracy. All of your skills have high accuracy. Oh, dive! <laughs> they don't, but okay. Dude. Dive, dive, dive. Zerker's like the one class that can just delete people through evasion. And Yeah, Archer. but that's because, that's because of headbutt. It's not just headbutt, dude. Except it is. It's not, dude. It's just one of the many <laughs> things. Even your grab does damage, dude. Your fucking grab actually does damage. Yeah, it does. Four of them. Which is <laughs> you have four of them, so you just rotate four grabs and I'm dead, dude. Dude, right? <laughs> I actually saw the other day there was uh, someone on Reddit saying, like, why does Zerkers grabs do so much damage they should nerf it? And then there was these other Zerkers... Uh, that were like complaining about it. It's like, dude, like, no, it probably shouldn't do as much damage as it does. In all honesty, like your 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 way your way of getting CC should not also take like two hundred health off of their fucking their bar before you even start actually like a, doing a combo. I don't know. Yeah, but there's risk in there's a little bit of risk involved, especially in group play. So it's like the grab is kind of a big part of the play so i i actually don't mind it that much like if ninja's grab was doing that damage then i'd probably have a problem but with zerker one eh, yeah i think it's fine it's okay i think i I, like i don't feel strongly about it one way or the other if you made me pick a side i would side with i think it should probably not do as much damage as it does but i do have to say it, it does fit thematically right you're like being thrown around by this literal like giant so I suppose you would take more damage than this fucking lolly kicking you. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Well. All right. All right. So next comment. Stu. Stu, I hope BDO balanced. Uh, I hope 
BDO balance both gear and class now. It's not fair for some classes does better at lower gear than some classes with higher gear. Also balance skill kit and protection. Um, wrong game, man. Wrong game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I mean, they're they're working on it. It's a constant progress. Um, they're in denial on what some classes are doing, but they're trying. We'll we'll give them that. But uh, yeah, wrong game. Yeah, um, they want still insane, but they refuse to nerf her. It's just jeez, dude. Yeah. Oh shit, Bell's enraged. Dive, oh. dive, dive. Do we dive again? I don't know. It's set and raged. Oh, oh no! It looks like it's it dead. Died. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. Um, um talented uh, sniping. Thank God, it's the age of Black Rose. Black Rose is fantastic. Wait, no, no, no be honest, Battle Royale. <laughs> the age of yeah, Black Rose. I, Black Rose. <laughs> I, I just, I, as as soon as I read the MOBA thing, then I realized what he was talking about. But yeah, no, I first thought that it was Black Rose. BR is fantastic. MOBA is trash. I mean, I guess it is kind of relevant with the, you know, the whole um, you know, thing going on right now, you know? <laughs> uh shit. Let's I don't see. know, man. I, I understand everyone's got their own personal taste, but I am not a fan of BRs, generally speaking. Dude. Fuck yeah, this either. game. Where's my heart? Yeah, I'm I much get one either. If you made me pick between MOBAs and VRs, I'd pick MOBAs in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the idea of a BR. I just, it's, I just, it's so weird seeing all these games that are, like, successful in other genres that are just like, eh, fuck it, we're a BR now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I got stuck on the side of a boat. Couldn't get off. Right, I do anyways, have to say, uh, though, the, the newest Call of Duty uh, BR, they actually added a couple things to make it, like, different from every other BR ever, and it actually seems, like, mildly interesting. Yeah, that's some cool ideas in there, for sure. Like the, the gulag part, where you have to fight to, like, get a second chance. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Because that's one of my biggest complaints about BRs, is when you die, it's fucking over and you have to requeue. it's just such a pain yeah. in the ass it just feels like you wasted a lot of time yeah and then like the whole like uh getting money and like buying certain kill streaks like that was a really cool idea so they they did a couple things to actually differentiate it from every other generic fucking br that's out there that's yeah, like kind of interesting yeah. oh, shit i didn't realize how many freaking comments there are um, yeah. All right, so you want me to continue on? You breath? I got this, dude. No, I'm I'm, I'm good. I'm right. good. I, talented, got a couple more. About Guardian being the most boring class, I literally wouldn't play the game if it didn't exist. Every other class in the game is like fucking anime samurai kingdom. So fuck that. <laughs> True. Okay, that's fair, I guess. Um, I can say as a Guardian fighting Musa with similar gear, it's pretty fuck. It's pretty funny. Every class with a grab is quite a bitch. But a Musa, you can just kind of wait for them to try anything and then just essay and delete them. Yep, that's pretty much how it is, sadly. But in my opinion, against any fast class with a grab, it's complete opposite. You're almost guaranteed to get fucked. Yep, that's pretty much the consensus across the board that everyone has. Io says, ooh, how do you even say that? I just say owl eyes. Owl eyes. Or uwu. <laughs> Uwu. I guess you just say uwu. All right. So, is it the O W O? U W U. U W U. I guess U W U is 
There we go. Austin says it's time for a new intro, guys. Oof, man. You guys talked about that a few times. Yeah, dude. My mixer has coronavirus, so. Wait, actually? Actually. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. It's uh, our bass player, his brother, is mixing the music for us, and he actually, yeah, he, he has coronavirus. That's fucking... Not to bring it down. He's gonna be. He said he's gonna be fine, but he's just on a little bit of a pause from doing any work. Damn. As is the rest of the country, basically. Yeah, right. Dude, I got fired. <laughs> oh, really? Did you really? Yeah. Because you yeah, said you were like, permanently in. or furloughed. No, like like fired or laid off, however you want to put it. I don't know. Uh, I basically told them I was like, yeah, I don't like coronavirus i told them before it even happened i was like listen i don't want to be a, a dick or anything but if coronavirus and really it was more of a win than an if i was like when coronavirus comes to the city like I, I don't feel comfortable like coming in and working because in my environment it's impossible to stay like sanitary because you're working in a warehouse you have to interact with people you have to touch people you have to get within six feet of people it's just not possible so i, I just told them straight up i was like i don't feel comfortable coming in to work and I told that to the owner, and he was like, yeah, that, that's fine. So, you know, just take some time off. And I was like, okay. And then, so I took this past week off, and then I called on Friday to just, like, update, you know, the situation and everything. And they were like, oh, we hired another guy. You don't have to come back in. Nice. I was like, oh, okay I'm then, I guess. I'm pretty sure they can't really fire you during this. I mean, I mean you can make uh, well, a kiss furlough. The thing is, is you got to keep in mind that I do live in Texas, which is like a very like pro business, like, yeah, like it's not like super protective of workers, basically. But that being said, I am going to look into uh, unemployment, but I we'll see how that goes. Many people have been fired and tons of third party business companies. Yeah, right to work state. Yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Sorry to hear about your uh, your base. Hopefully he recovers quickly. Shit. Um. Let's see. Jordan comes in says, "Refusing duel for spot on podcast." And guess you learn a dis. Wait. Guess you learn a dislike from me. You learn a dislike from me. I think you learned it. In in fairness, I just wanted to emphasize. I just wanted to emphasize it. In fairness, I was on the podcast, you know? I couldn't really yeah. duel because I was talking. But I didn't really refuse. I said, sure, after my loot scroll. Yeah, you, um, got, you just can't win, Frosty. If you duel the guy, then you get people complaining that you were PvPing, so you weren't paying attention. And then if you don't duel the guy, you get people complaining, saying, how dare you decline to duel for spot, you're a scumbag. Just can't win. The, the other problem, too, is like, I know people don't like to hear because I, I don't mind dueling for spots sometimes, and other times I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to duel, dude. I, I like been looking for a spot for like two hours, and I'm just going to grind. Um, but there's no win; it's a lose-lose situation for the person that finally got a spot. You know, yeah. the yeah, benefit is only the for you the go person to BA asking. To fight and come out, someone's taking it again. Yeah, then you both lost the spot. I mean, it's it's sort of like I will duel for spot because I know how hard it is to get a spot. And it feels a lot better when you come to a spot, it's taken, ask for a duel, lose, and have to go somewhere else anyway. That feels a lot better than just changing channels. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know. I'll duel for spot, but there's times where I'm just like, no, I'm just going to grind. 
because there's nothing yeah, in I it for me if I duel for spot. Not, not every time do I duel for spot, but if someone's like, sometimes I even go out of my way. It depends on where I'm at with my grind. I'm kind of like what you were saying. Like if I'm just not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. But um, yeah, I, there's a lot of times where I actually go out of my way to offer duel for spot <laughs> for entertainment like, value because I hate grinding. Yeah, like yesterday, somebody came. I was grinding the Mystic, and somebody came up to me and asked for a duel, and I was like, uh, "I don't really want a duel." And they were like, "Really?" And I was like, "Oh, he's gonna fucking fight me over this." I was like, "You know what, man? You can just have it. Like, I've been here for like two hours. I want to take a break anyway. Just fucking take it." Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it just wasn't worth it to me to like try and fight over it. And I was like, "Yeah, whatever. You can have it, dude." <laughs> and what Silent Chad, Silent Chad said is true. At least in this game, you can flag up and kill them if you think you're stronger. Yeah. So, yep. If you want to force it, then fine, force it. Um, Zappy says, funny from a Guardian main, quote-unquote, who hasn't even figured his kit out and don't... hasn't even figured his kit out and don't 1v1 uh, calling the class busted, his words. True, Guardian is good in... Uh, large scale and grinding, but if you get one slow on you and you feel like sitting in a wheelchair and one v one, the only chance the only chance you have to win is against a Musa Mewa, which any other class you can't do shit against. Of course, when they know how to fight against Guardian, I'm not sure if that was in reference to me or I think that was in reference to CPCP from last week. But um... yeah. Yeah, no, you can definitely win 1v1s against other classes. That is a lie. Uh, there's obviously tough matchups, but yeah, you, you can win 1v1s against a lot of classes if you actually the, the, practice The matchups guarding. that Guardian struggles with the most is just the double grabs, the classes that have multiple grabs, right? Yeah. Um, you literally have a, a side dash iframe with an SA stiff on it that's really, really good against grab classes. You just have to learn... I'm not saying it's super easy, but it's possible. It. To say you you only have a chance against three classes, which is just not true. I, I don't know why. Yeah. It's such a weird mentality, man. I don't know. Well, I mean, when all you do is just press a few abilities, SA, trade everybody in large scale, I mean, I guess it doesn't warrant you to learn how to, you know, PvP in 1v1, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is slow, but you also get to apply a slow with basically every ability. You bring everyone down to your level. <laughs> that's, that's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Um, uh, Revy, uh, let's see. Can we get a link to that Guardian highlight video? And looks like you gave that to him. Yeah, it's a pretty sick video. Right, cool. I'll have to look at that later, actually. I don't remember if I watched that last week. Um, Specular says I was going to I was going to say new intro win, but as most things, you guys thought of it already. Stay awesome and keep the content coming, whether people are lurking or not. A lot of us listen and spread this podcast around. Hey, no, I appreciate it. I'm sure uh, Rizzler and Frosty do as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, Astari, uh, I rerolled from Mystic to Guardian, and you guys are asking if Guardian is fun. Let me tell you right now, Guardian is so fucking fun. <laughs> the PvP, <laughs> the, the PvE is fun. If you're familiar on your grind spot, wait, if you're familiar on your grind spot, I can seriously say you can grind without even looking in the screen. Heck, I can even watch anime while grinding now, and I watch sub-anime. Ooh, that's that. That 
cultural shit right there. Um, the damage is fun. I was 269 AP on Mystic, and I couldn't do shit in PvP. I rerolled the Guardian, and boom, I'm hitting, I'm one hitting people left and right in world PvP. People are coming to my, and then you tampered off. What happened? Uh, but yeah, no, that's yeah, pretty much been the consensus across the board. You reroll Guardian, you auto win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All people right, come so... to my. He says people come into my spot and getting wrecked. If you learn Guardian PvP properly, I guarantee you'll be killing everyone in sight. Wait, how are you able to see it? You click read more. There or if you no don't have read more, you might have to maximize the window. Uh... Sometimes it hides it if it's not maximized. Yeah, that's it. You're right. Gets truncated. Yeah, that's weird. That does that. I didn't know it did that. Um, all right. So, wow, seriously says when you said done with successions, this means on archer succession. Uh, yeah, there's no archer shy, shy successions, and someone answered that flow real smooth. So, yeah, as well. Um, blood diamond 78. Damn, shut. Um, <laughs> Oh, in case you guys didn't know, the PlayStation Node War Siege community is pretty much dead since the consoles merged. PlayStation can't damage structures while Xbox can, so while Xbox can, so we literally can't compete leading players to join life skill guilds. This problem has existed since BDO dropped on PlayStation and has yet to be fixed. The only wait, really? That's still an issue? Oh my gosh, that's what that's is awful. sorry? Uh, PS4 players can't damage uh, structures in Node Wars. Oh, um, geez. Even after the merge. But uh, Xbox players thing... can. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awful. Dude, I always knew Xbox was superior to PS4, dude. I said it back in the day. I mean, if you PS4 players just learned how to use your controllers a little bit better, maybe you'll <laughs> hit it, you know? Uh, the only thing that could damage structures were 100% accuracy skills, making Witch Wizard extremely vo- uh, valuable. Also, well, go go figure. Witch Wizards being extremely valuable in uh, <laughs> large scale. That's something I've never thought of or heard of before. That's weird. Um, also, Pearl Abyss, please nerf protected area or remove it. Fuck that skill in Node Wars. The side with the most PAs will most likely win all the time. No strategy involved, just PA and dive. Yeah, basically, sadly. Um, and Silent Chad says, US is better than Japan. <laughs> so random. Reference to the Xbox. The Xbox. I never, uh, thought about, I never thought about the Xbox versus PlayStation like that before, but it's actually kind of true, isn't it? Yeah, what? in a way, yeah. That um, Xbox, oh, Xbox is made Japan. by Microsoft, a United States company. PlayStation right, yeah. is made by Sony, a Japan company. So it's kind of like, uh, it's funny. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting uh, thought for sure. Max Punch says, after around one hour of the podcast, I really felt sorry for Tachi being teased that much by Frosty. But after hearing about his RNG, I was just wanting him to get bullied for the rest of the hour and a half of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. To be yeah. fair, the RNG was actually insane. And it hasn't stopped yet. We're working on some more. Um, Kenichi says, I'm so late because I haven't grinded for a while and I save your podcast for when I grind, but... Um, WC, WC. What shit? What was the WC he, thing he's again? He's saying, he's saying it. If you read the whole thing, he's telling you what it means. Uh, oh, 
Oh yeah, I guess he does. Say. <laughs> uh, but WC in the last episode where someone talked about striker stuff is a shortened version of which you are literally the only person I have ever seen do that. Yeah, who, whoever did that, I have never seen it either. I I do remember back in the day in school, like people would write W slash for with. But yeah, uh, W. I yeah, do that. With. I'll do that. Yeah, I just do W space. <laughs> I don't yeah, even. But put I've the never, slash. I've never seen W slash C. So I'm like, didn't I come up with something which can? I said which can or which could, right? That's what I. Came yeah, up with. that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what that like seemed four like it in the morning. The most. <laughs> yeah, at like four in the morning on a Tuesday, you were just like, "Which can? It's which can?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I can remember it, I was like, "That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's <be> it." <laughs> the middle of the fucking night. Uh, Clayton says, uh, "In the Ranger vs. Ninja Evasion complaint, uh, understand that Ranger has the same, actually higher now, evasion buffs than Ninja." As in some of the highest, if not highest, melee burst damage in the game. Not to mention the ability to back off and attack from range as well. Ranger also gets a second Z buff that will give them a stacking 7.5% all evasion for an entire 60 seconds. No other class in the game gets something like that. Huge DR and evasion shreds um, and decent all accuracy passive buff. Would Might want to rethink that matchup. And while seriously said, it's probably DK suck or ninja suck talking about highest melee burst in all kits testing at 300 AP. If anyone's seen DK suck melee where they can one shot people, yeah, that's true. Dude, what is what is Ranger like with an evasion build? Maybe I should reroll the Ranger. I haven't <laughs> seen her in I always thought Awakened Ranger is fun as fuck. I don't think I've ever encountered a Ranger that was evasion build, or, or at least if they were, I didn't notice. Yeah, they all get to 285 AP and quit the game. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Basically. <laughs> um, Clayton also says Jang's uh, Jang's SS does gold bar gold bar boxes every month. Might be something there. Mm, can't recall what that was in reference to. Yeah, gold gold bar boxes. Gold bar boxes. Gold bar boxes. It's not clicking. Uh, moving on. Cameron says, God damn. I love the tears. Uh, the tears regarding Sorks. Uh, main since uh, main Sork since March 3rd, 2016. And will be unless they release a Diablo 2 style necromancer that can resurrect players. Oh my God. That would be so epic. <laughs> the no, I don't know about the resurrecting players part, dude. They have to fight for you for two minutes. AI controlled companion. Uh, that would be hilarious and demoralizing. Could you imagine <laughs> that awakens into a vampire? Keep them salty juices flowing. That would actually be fucking hilarious. Uh, gold bar box is in, is in reference to Shakatu Seals. Oh, uh, the Shakatu Seals. Dude, I've always said, like, a necromancer... I don't know about bringing people back to life. Like, that's probably a little monkey That would ass, be but... hilarious. Could you imagine being... But we already have that. No one gets resurrected and controlled. Not controlled, but we have resurrection, which in Wizard have it. Well, yeah, 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 but this would be, like, an actual ability where they would raise you from the dead and you would fight for them. But, yeah, but... you don't get to control it. That would be hilarious. That would actually be hilarious. 
I don't know. I just uh, think a necromancer, like a uh, like a uh, EQOA EverQuest Online Adventures, like necromancer, where it's all like pet based and dot based. That would be like fun as fuck, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Silent Chat saying the Necro from Guild Wars Two is pretty legit. Some power builds you can probably rip for BDO. Yeah, it's true. Curses and stuff like that. <clears throat> um, Agent Nuki uh, says, uh, "Wait, you guys are using more than 120 FPS for pen armor or 20 fail stacks? I'm sorry, uh, 120 plus fail stacks for pen armor and weapons? Uh, yeah, typically." <laughs> I try. That's the mistake. Yeah. That's the mistake, dude. That's the I mean, mistake. I buy mine, my pen. I should just go for a pen on like 50 stacks like fucking Rich does and just get pens easy. Yeah. Wes, uh, Wes J. Finn, only a Mewa can get this triggered at a visual trailer. <laughs> hey, that trailer was fucking dog shit. I'm sorry. If you know how to play Mewa and you see all they're doing through half of it was fucking auto attacking, really? Come on. Come on. Uh, let's see. Underscore has every time Frosty bullies Nashi has me crying. Oh, he didn't do much of that today. Thank God. It, it makes Nashi cry too. Thank the Lord. Dude. <clears throat> makes me cry all week. I have to recover. It takes it a whole week. Um, <laughs> Nelson says, I love Striker since I started playing BDO, but the damage scaling is really sad and I rerolled due to that. Happy PA took my pearls for coupons. That's uh, that's very unfortunate. Um, I was just gonna say queso eighty one. Sorry for bombing your comment. Your comments. Just wanted to mention. My friend told me a story about being in a guild with Nayashi way back in the day. How Nayashi joined him at uh, Fogans. But story short, Nayashi used to be a perma red player. Yeah, I was for three months. I did it for three months. Back when I had like 230 plus AP, me and uh, me and uh, Lefty Lucy, we duo from a Red Mewa for three months. That was fun. Probably some of the most fun I've had in the game. Mostly because we completely disregarded everyone's, uh, you know, we were like totally disrespectful to everyone. It was great. Uh, they would get so pissed and salty at every little thing that we would do. And they would message us. We would take screenshots of all the, the salt and save it for later. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, there, there was no AFK wagons and horses that during that time period. If there were, they were slaughtered immediately. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Pirate says Corona-chan still exists, even though I live in a tropical country. I haven't played BDO ever since the lockdown started. I only play on internet cafes, and it sucks not being able to progress. Also, Zerker main guest when? We had one. His name is uh, Choice. You may have heard of him. <laughs> I feel like we have one every day. Every podcast, yeah, we have a too. dumb Zerker main complaining about something. Um, <laughs> I just want to see the yeah, we current state of Berserker. Yeah, we had Choice on each one. Uh, I think did someone link that to him? I forgot. Uh, no. yes, I believe someone linked something. Wait, no, someone no. commented saying PC Zerk is on a fast decline. Console Zerk was still born. Was still born. 
Let me look up it what was episode. Never good at anything, really. Yeah, it was episode like uh, like forty eight or something like that. I think. I forgot you guys had choice on. Yeah, I, think I mentioned did. that earlier this week as a guest potential, but yeah, you did. <laughs> you were like, we could have choice on. It's like we already did that. Now, actually, yeah, I forgot about that. That was that um, was before you became a, a main member, I think. Yeah, I still I listened to pretty much most of the episodes. I don't think I really dropped much. Dropping lots of frames, even on lowest quality. Well, dropping frames while I'm reading chat isn't a big deal. <laughs> so hang tight. I'll fix it in a moment. Queso81 um, also says, uh, referencing Reslar's open world PvP comments, I feel you. It is really AIDS, especially when you fight griefers who take on all their arm, take off all their armor and lose all your karma. They really need to change the rules. Speaking of homes, I lost one last night at Gahaz fighting elites. They are easy to fight, but when you are a noob, Lon, picking at your uh, picking at your health. Why would you be picking at your health? Oh, I don't understand the context of that. And getting stunned by the elites and randomly dying to a rifleman ripped my homes. Rage. <laughs> I went uh, red on the dude that eventually abused the horse charge mechanic. They really need to make it so you can knock them off without being on another horse. Yep, they are adding in the BSR trick. So yeah, we forgot to mention that. Um, we? we talked yeah. about it last week. Didn't oh, we? did we? I forgot. Hold on. Uh, that, that episode, by the way, with uh, Choice was episode 42, where we talked about G-Star, Zerker, Guardian, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kuno Suck. Um, yeah. Damn, dude, G-Star, that feels like forever ago. Yeah, it was, dude. I mean, that was like, what, 18 weeks ago? 17 weeks ago. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, in case we didn't talk about it last week, because none of us can remember if we did or not, uh, they're making it to where 10, 25, and 50% BSRs will knock players off of their horses now, like the 100%s do. So now if somebody's harassing you on a Doom horse, you'll be able to knock them off by using a 10% BSR skill. Yeah, and yeah. they also added, we forgot to mention this too, but Guardian now has 10, 25, and 50% BSRs on Global Lab and Rabam skills. So that'd be kind of cool. They look, they look like utility abilities, but yeah. they do have them now. You know what they should have done is made the Rabams actually knock horses off. That probably would have been a bit too strong. Yeah, Maybe for some, some classes. Think about like the Sork engulfing Shadow with the seven second cooldown. <laughs> Knocking people oh, off yeah, the no, no, never mind, never mind. I, I take that back. Um, all right, so, uh, seven changes I changes I want for striker bug fixes. I really want the falling animation fixed. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Even uh, fake has said that. Uh, like seriously, Lon doesn't have the have that issue. Why does Striker? And I want my iframes to be more reliable. Right now, the gaps are way too big. There's a comment on I, that. I've said this a bunch of times. Like, in unless you're falling from a building, like in, in Calpheon or Velia, like the highest rooftop where it's like multiple stories, like three, four stories, there just shouldn't be a falling animation in this game at all. Yeah. There's just no yeah, need for I it. Agree. Um. Okay, so everyone again says 
uh left my ass off you guys always make me laugh p.s i'm buying a name change coupon to name my mewa roadrunner meet meet hopefully you already did that or someone else can take it yep pretty much um this name i can't even fathom how to say this I'm not going to even try. All right. um, One second cooldown on iframe sounds kind of crazy. When you look at Ninja, who has one second iframe, two plus other iframes, and on top, fastest movement, grab, and stealth. Other classes have that too. For example, Lawn has a one second cooldown and in between SA, but with with super high damage, you'd have to adjust all those other classes too to make it reasonable. I think this is in reference to so this is another example of a sork that's saying well if you're gonna nerf us then you need to do something else it's like no dude you just get nerfed <laughs> yeah when you're at also, the, when you're at the top you just get nerfed nothing else happens yeah basically the one second cooldown on all right here's the difference i'm going to just compare the three that he mentioned in in this example ninja lawn and then sork so the difference is ninjas you can't use the iframe when it's on cooldown. So during that one second cooldown, you can't use it until it's off cooldown. So that's not the same as Lun or Sork at all. So we'll just scrap that guy, he's out. He's out. So you can't it's not comparable. So if the Sork one gets changed to work the same way as Lun, one, Lun's is really safe and really good. So I A, I don't see the problem just from that standpoint. But two, the difference between the two is that Sork gets to instant cast abilities before and after theirs regardless of um, the cooldown on it. So even if it had a one second cooldown where it's SA in between, they still would be able to burst you with abilities in between each iframe. Like that's something Lon can't do. They have they have actual cast time and actual animations on their abilities. Unlike, uh, I don't know, Shadow Eruption, Turn Backslash, Shadow Ignition, Dream of Doom, Engulfing Shadow, like there's instant cast abilities between the iframes so it still would be advantage sork yeah yo i just got a uh got a boss gear box from one of the enraged oh trips. red oh. nose red nose red nose what'd you get let's come on see. you gotta get an ergens let's see let's see red nose for the memes and yeah ah almost red ah. nose fuck might as well have been red nose <laughs> Um, let's see. Bunny said, hello, it's me, the random DK again. <laughs> I'll ooh, 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 and uh, I don't even, yeah, I'll just ooh, 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 and I, all I want. I can't stop me. Yikes. Rezler, do you want to, uh, yeah, hold on. That? Let me, yeah, let me log back into my account. Uh, <laughs> let me just find this. Okay. And you're banned. Okay. Good. All right. Good job, team. <laughs> Well, that's unfortunate because he's not going to actually be able to hear this at all. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? Yikes. All right, so let's see. Um, Queso again. Also, Frosty, you're right. Time Bomb has always been good on Ranger. I learned and followed his stuff since launch. I'm pretty sad he re-rolled um, to Succession. Well, he rolled to Succession. I'm just saying I see so many garbage Rangers thinking they are so good but play so shitty that only that only win in-game PvP because they have crazy gear. Ranger with high gear is kind of stupid OP. I dueled last night on Archer from... I dueled last night on Archer from a Siege Guild. He literally breaks my armor easy, and if I fail once, 
to get a CC, I'm dead. I beat him pretty easy, but his one-hit kill to my full combo. Um, he then dueled a pretty decent, decently geared Ranger in his guild. He was taking CC after CC, and the KD's literally taking minimal damage. Would get up and literally one shotgun to break his armor, and then one shotgun to kill him. Uh, garbage Ranger making the class look OP because of his gear. I won't argue that a Ranger with gear is kind of stupid broken as well. This uh, really this next comment commenter, Ochacha, oh, 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 his icon made me think I had like something, a smudge on my monitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That actually is pretty weird. What the hell is that? Dude, it looks like a smudge on my monitor. What the fuck? <laughs> That's interesting for sure. Uh, let me see. Pull that. I lost my place. Fuck. All right, hold on. There we go. All right. So, Ochacha Sub Guardian is faster, but Awaken has more damage, which is why most of you, most of us are still Awaken. Yeah, uh, I haven't really seen too many uh, Sub Guardians at all. I think sucks cooler um, Keso, though. Those lightning animations are just too good. Yeah, and it's purple too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty interesting looking. Queso also says, "Ha! I'm just uh, throwing garbage out there." <laughs> just throwing garbage out there. Love you guys and the podcast. I'm um, just playing devil's advocate. I think you're basically doing multiple comments rather than putting those as replies under your initial comment that you're in reference to. Um, let me see. Steven says, your podcast has helped me a lot. Just started playing three months ago and your info is awesome. I'm a 261-265-302 Musa. Oh, thank you. Nice. Uh, Blood Diamond seventy eight says, "I would love it if you had a guest DK mains on, so I can hear all the DK problems and what changes they would like to see." Didn't you guys have Etsu on a while back? Yeah, we did. And like episode like twenty. Or yeah, something. and Murmur uh, mentioned that to him. Said uh, episode thirty two, we have a DK on. Um, yep. and yep. to Steven Sosabi, who's the Musa, two sixty one two sixty five three zero two. Welcome to Mansions for the next five months. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then uh, Blood Diamonds also said, first bitch. All right. That's all the comments. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we are on Spotify. I still have not heard back from iTunes. Um, I sent Resler the link, so I think it should be in the next episode's uh, description. And then um, I am streaming. Last week, I actually did stream for a few hours, like five. Did you really? Maybe. I did. Um, they this, grow up so fast. <laughs> this week, because I, I'm just at home. So when I'm playing the game during the week, I'll, I'll be streaming probably a little bit early in the afternoon and then at night as well, like around after Node War time. So um, twitch.tv slash SoFrosty. I'll put a uh, the schedule out in the Value Pack Discord um, before the end of the day today so people could check that out. Um, make sure that you share the YouTube video with your friends, share it in different discords, make sure people hear about the show, spread the word, get more people listening while they grind. And uh, if you want to comment, make sure you comment on here. If you can, just put all of your comments into one thing and different sections and then put a TLDR and, and we'll read through it. Um, but yeah, we always read comments on the show, just make sure they don't get too crazy. Uh, anything else? 
No, I, I think that's about everything. We already have a guest set up for next week, so if you want to know who that is uh, early and possibly ask that person some questions that we will be answering on the next episode of the podcast, make sure you join the Discord and keep an eye out for the guest questions uh, channel in that Discord. And other than that, make sure you uh, leave a comment, tell us what you think, and we'll catch you guys next week. Don't exploit. Yeah.